0: Welcome to the Challenge Chronicles. I am Devin Jordan. I'm with Trace Armstrong and Rob McIntyre. We are here to discuss the top seasons of all time in the history of the show. We had previously recorded an episode on the same topic
1: years years ago ago. when we
0: started to do the podcast. We thought it would be a good time to go over it again now that we are, we've we've watched a lot more of these seasons, right, as we've gone through the Chronicles. Uh, For newer people that listen to the show, you may not even be aware that we do that. We've recapped all of these seasons from the original Battle of the Seasons all the way through. We're about halfway through the ruins right now. So we're a little bit more informed on being able to rank these. A lot of these are a little bit more fresh in our minds. There are definitely some that I wish uh, we would have gone through the same process that we've done through a lot of the older seasons uh, because they're kind of right on the fringe for me. And I it kind of... Even now, I could go either way on kind of where they're ranked. Trace, you said that this, well, I guess, first of all, uh, if you become a patron, you can go to patreon.com slash the Challenge subscribe subscriber, $4 a month. You can listen to those Chronicles episodes that I, I just mentioned now. Get a lot of other bonus content. Next week for the patrons, both episodes next week are going to pa- be patron episodes. So we're going to do this one public just because it seems like this is a good one to have public. And then Rob and Trace recorded with Ben from the Off the Hook podcast earlier today, a an episode on the Challenge CBS and the different cast members that will be on that season. So look out for that as well. Trace, you had mentioned that this was your yours moved around quite a bit yep. uh, as you went through this.
2: Give us some insight. Well, I rewatched over the fall um, at the time I had. A ton of work projects going on and I was staying up till stupid hours of the night so I watched season one through 30 between September and November one yeah I went all the way back to Road Rules All-Stars wow. and watched through Dirty 30 this past fall and so during that rewatch, I had a lot of changes of heart on certain seasons and then it's also Been just fluctuated when we were doing the Chronicles. You know, we did this show originally three years ago, and I was going off mostly just my happy memories. I hadn't watched a lot of those seasons in a while. And what happened on this last rewatch is I felt like I had underranked certain seasons. And then as I started compiling my list, I went, even though this was in my top six, I would actually rather watch this one instead now so some actually i think almost most of my top six fell into like the bottom half of the top 10 so and some of the ones that are in the top six weren't even in the top 10 the first time so a lot of changes it even changed my bottom six rankings i know we just recently did that show but as i went through everything i realized like i really hate this season more than this one i hate this one more than this one this one just doesn't do much for me this one's just okay but it doesn't belong down here so i mean i really i literally ranked all 38 and i included all stars one all stars two um champs pros and champ stars two one and two so i did not include spring break challenge because that's just really a glorified commercial so there you go. There's my insight. A lot of changes, Rob. Um.
1: Well, well I don't want to spoil anything. But the, the amount of changes I have, we'll, we'll we'll find out that in a little bit. Um. It's funny. I didn't think about including the All Stars, the Champs versus seasons that much. I I do really like pretty much all of those seasons, though. Outside of the one Champs versus in the middle. Yeah. Champs. Um, versus- I don't think any of them would have broken my top six, but those are all really good uh, quality programs. Do you, are you going to reveal if any of them broke it now, or do we have to wait for the?
0: We well, my, don't reveal it wait. now okay soon rob the i really wish i would have had a chance to watch fresh meat Two again that's the kind of like the biggest one for me that i really wish i would we would have either done this after we watched fresh meat Two, which we're going to do soon but i mean who knows when we would actually be done with that right mm-hmm. or i would have just watched it at another point in time so it would be more fresh in my memory because that was the one that I remember loving it I ranked it in my top six last time didn't I Rob you did and it was really kind of just like what do I do with this but let's get into it same rules as normal apply if it's higher on one of someone else's list, we'll wait to talk about it Trace will go Rob will go I will go Trace start us off You're number six season overall
2: all Star Season One.
0: It's a good choice.
2: Yeah, I thought a lot about it.
0: It, uh, just... it is not on my
2: list. What about you, Rob? Is it on your list?
1: Not on my list. I prefer Season Two to Season One, but of course, I also do enjoy Season One.
2: Yeah, see, I like Season Two, but with all the chicanery that was legitimately confirmed at the end, it soured. So much of that season, like it was perfect all the way until the final. Like I literally thought season two was perfect, and then the final just dropped it like a few spots. Like I just could not, I was dissatisfied with the winners based on everything we found out to where it just didn't do it. All-Star season one, I just remember when we were covering it, I would stay up till 1: 30 in the morning to watch it the second it dropped. I was so excited. And I kept that momentum through the entire season. I cannot say that about any other season of the challenge I've watched. I have never cleared my schedule so that I was in front of the TV after midnight to watch something live that's been forever. So I couldn't not put it in the top six because of how good it made me feel seeing all those people back, how entertaining it was. And it was one of the best new formats for a final they've ever done. So like it was a satisfying ending after a satisfying season. So it made my top six.
0: I can't really argue with it, right? I mean, there aren't a lot of major flaws to it, or there aren't any major flaws with All-Stars, like some of these other seasons where if someone were to rank one of them in their top six, you could immediately say, I disagree with that because of this,
2: right? Right. I I don't think Mm -hmm. All-Stars has that. Mm-mm. The only thing that keeps it from going higher in the top six is if politics were really happening, they were not shown on the show. So either everybody was cool with, well, person in the sand gets their picks. So that's who we're going to vote in. Like, if that's really the way it went, then eh. if there were more politics, I wish they'd have shown it because it might've gone higher, but as it was, it was just fun start to finish but it, it kind of is hurt by its lack of political gameplay. The only real politics was everybody vote Kendall in because we don't like her. <laughs> I mean, uh, there was that whole aspect with, remember with like Anissa
0: and Hasela toward the end of the season? Yeah, when they got into yeah. a big fight.
2: Yeah, and there was also some good fights there. Like Trishel and Katie had their blow up in the middle oh, of the yeah. night. Um, you had uh, someone trying to throw yes under the bus because he hadn't gone in yet. Like there was some good... Dramatic moment. Arissa with
1: the entire rest of the yeah. production staff.
2: Yeah, Arissa Arisa being
1: Arissa.
2: Arissa being <laughs> Arissa. And then you have the return of Osama Beth Laden. Like, how can you not love Beth being on a season?
1: Her and Cyrus commenting on stuff by the pool. Okay. Oh man. Crazy.
2: Cyrus coming in as the MVP once again on this season. Like just amazing political, like not political, amazing confessionals and just being just being Cyrus. Er-
1: for me, some of the voting formats towards the end was wonky
2: or like it just like bring somebody else into elimination with you that wasn't even voted in. I wasn't a huge fan of that. Oh, and you had the biggest shocker elimination win in history, a one legged yeah. Hassella and big easy <laughs> knocking out Kendall and um Letarian. Yeah,
0: Nehemiah. No, Nehemiah. Nehemiah
2: See, who, who at the time I thought Nehemiah was winning the season based on his edit and how he was performing. So like it was yeah. shocking. If, if we re-ranked uh, top elim- eliminations of all time, that would be in my
0: top six for sure. Really? Like that, I, oh, yeah, dude. That was incredible. What, what, uh, Big Easy beat arguably two of the strongest people in the house by himself, essentially. Yeah, only oh, was, was just and I thought it was on the ground. I, I thought what was hilarious was when we interviewed Yes. Yeah. And we asked Yes about it. He was like, I knew Big Easy was going to win. It just seemed like he was just like I knew he's gonna beat him. I, it just seems like Big Easy like has Nehemiah's
2: number. You know yeah. what I
0: mean? He's like, I don't I don't know if he's like in his head or or what it is at this point, but he's got him.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So, anyway,
1: yeah, it's hard. It's I, I don't, don't want to go back and rewatch All Stars one at some point. It's been a while because like I didn't I haven't watched it at all since it finished airing.
2: Yeah, you watched it, it for a, work maybe. and not for pleasure. So watch yeah. it for pleasure, and it will hold up really well. Okay.
1: Okay. So with, with my number six spot, I was really stuck between two seasons and this was the only way really conundrum I had making the list. So there were a couple of seasons that were just outside for me, like Free Agents, Rivals 1, um, Gauntlet 2. Those were all kind of just in the midst of the cut area, but I was very much stuck between Inferno 2 and Dirty 30, which are two very different seasons. But I think in the end, I ended up going with Inferno 2, just by, by oh with. So is that higher on anybody else's list? Yeah. It, it is okay.
2: Fell out of my list to number seven.
0: Wow. I so I ended up putting it in like literally right before we started to do this. Uh okay. but it's higher on my list. So okay. we'll get to it later. All right. Number six, Devin. My number six season, Gauntlet Three. Uh should come, should come as no shock to anyone. Trace isn't higher on your list
2: it is okay is it higher on your list Good. rob
0: it is not higher on mine no. i love how so i love how the first time we did this <laughs> somehow trace was
2: higher on the island than i was which yep. i
0: thought was hilarious yeah
2: after all that all right so here's the thing it's my number five so let's talk about okay. the gauntlet three again <laughs> yeah. all right we, we so we'll keep it brief like we've anything. talked about this a lot we'll keep it brief
0: Yeah. so we're not we won't like reillustrate all of this we won't kind of we for, for people that are newer to the show we have spent so much time talking about gauntlet three in the island we, yes. we've litigated we this to about. we we've talked Ricky about moves. this so, and it was it was in some of the older chronicle seasons and even it was even to the point that when we actually came to discuss the island we didn't even really we kind of like glossed over a lot of stuff because we had already talked about it so much yeah and so the overall argument about i'll I'll try and not speak for trace too much here but the overall argument about why we find gauntlet 3 enjoyable is the cast and how much fun they're having during during the season right would you agree trace completely agree they're just having an absolute blast The, the cast is incredible and then you get the ultimate reversal of fortune at the end of the season after the veterans had been absolutely demolishing them literally every, every single step of the way, everything was going the veterans way until the end of the season. And you saw all of these people that were so sure that they were going to win for weeks. They had spent the money. Their credit cards had been paid off. It was gone. They were buying a new car completely goes up in flames And that moment when they had been dragging easy throughout the final and they get to the stairs and easy starts to wobble down the stairs. I, 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 Uh I have it like burned into my mind. And I have Brad's
2: Brad's imitation of the wobble too.
0: (laughs) He starts to wobble down the stairs. He falls down on the stairs and it's over. The some of the women are crying. The men are are just like beside themselves. The, The medics come over. And they tell them he can no longer compete and they just realize it's done. Right. Well, they continue to go. No, but that's what I think they just wanted to go to like go. See, see, this is what you, you, the two of you had said that you think, I think the complete opposite. The two of you were of the belief that they still thought that they could win. I don't think they knew they could win. And I believe that based off of their reactions is the medics were taking easy away. Right, like they wouldn't be like screaming at each other and
2: crying like that if they thought they still had a chance, because but they might think they, they, they still, caught up, the, they still caught up to they still caught up to them like, and
0: I mean, won. Well, they, they still celebrated
2: behind. like they won. That was the thing when they raised that know. flag, they still celebrated like they won, and then TJ's like, nope. I think they were trying to sell it. I think it was like kind of like when you. uh
0: like, like in in the NFL, right? When someone like mm-hmm. dives for a catch and it clearly like mm-hmm. touches the ground and they like, r- like jump up, like hold the ball in yeah. the air like this. I think that's kind of what that was.
2: Yeah. The Gala 3 also, besides just the cast having so much fun, it's a dynamite cast. Like you really, like that Vets team is amazing. And even people on the Rookies team, even the bad ones, there are still entertaining moments with a lot of them but Gala three also gives you the only time Coral and Beth ever went heads up. I mean, it wasn't a great elimination, but Coral and Beth actually went one-on-one in an elimination and no one ever it thought happened. they would see that. And it happened. Yeah,
0: It was, it was great when it happened too, because like as they were about to compete, there were people from the rookies team. I don't, I don't know if it was rookies and the veterans, but it I remember Ron, it was your boy Kehoe would oh. ta- talking to someone that there was, they were like next to each other like wow this is like really about to happen because you know they probably had watched both of them oh yeah growing up on tv on the real world you know so yes. this was like a moment in challenge history
2: it really we was. also
0: get we also get all the Danny jameson moments Oh, right? so like where do we even begin with this i but mean i think we t- we talked the throwing about of the of them mission
2: in the- throwing in the mission um the and, and particularly the pyramid mission where he's running laps Correct. thinking he's also clever Let's-
0: we, we but, have to talk about that. That's that's an all-time challenge moment where they're trying to throw the mission. They need to build the pyramid up. And Danny is literally just running around the pyramid over and over and over, right? Literally doing nothing. And then he's so like, what do literally- I do?
2: What do I do? And then he runs around again.
0: <laughs> and then we also, I don't remember if you had ranked this in your top six moments or it was the one that you had as an honorable mention. But after Danny decides that he is going to try and strike a deal with the rookies. Oh yeah, that. that, that he gets called there. out for potentially doing that. And after the mission, he is speaking out to the veterans in the room that night, right? Telling them he did not try and strike a deal with them. It's bullshit. It's a lie. And Frank was behind him the entire time. Yep. Who was in the room with the rookies and Danny when he was trying to strike a deal with them. He comes out from the shadows and he's pretty much like, actually, Danny, you you, you did do that. You, you did try and strike <laughs> a deal really with Here's what really happened.
2: Yeah. And watching Danny's face just be like, oh, fuck like it was just tv gold danny jameson is tv gold i don't care what anybody else says tv gold but What's he Sammy, to now he's working in boston in construction
1: okay
0: we have to talk about ct's throwing the mission i, I oh. think i i like this more than than both of you but i, I don't know why i think it's so uh, oh, funny oh and he puts his hand in the water and just goes no so there's two there's two this season right so the one that that you're talking about is the same mission that Danny tried to strike a deal with the rookies. They have to jump in the ice bath, stay in the ice bath for X number of seconds and then jump out, go back in the back of the line and repeat it, right? They just yep. repeat it until no one else decides that they want to compete any longer. CT doesn't even try to make any type of illusion. No, that he will is <laughs> he's uh, throwing not it. throwing the mission. He walks up to the ice bath, puts his finger in the ice, takes it out,
2: leaves the room yeah not having any of and he doesn't just I... put his finger in he like just does this number as he gets out he's like <laughs> nah and then the one
0: the one that i'm talking about is the mission where they have to climb down to the bottom of the ladder oh, do something at the bottom and then maybe climb down. i don't even remember exactly what it is yeah it was like, like a flag down.
2: you had to get a flag at the bottom of a rope ladder and climb back up
0: right and so what ct does is he's climbing down the ladder and he climbs all the way down, right? You don't need to go to the bottom rung. CT is on the bottom of the rung with one arm in the air, kind of dangling from the bottom. And then let's go. <laughs> and the best part about it is when they flash to the sidelines after, Coral is just like incensed, right? She's yeah. absolutely furious. She knows this is an attempt to undermine the women. Brad goes over and tries to justify to Coral yeah. what no, was no, going No, no, that on. was his strategy. And that this was part of CT's strategy <laughs> to be able to do the mission.
1: Just, we haven't done top six CT throne missions, have we?
2: No, we just we, need we, to do We a need a to do top dedicated. six throne missions. But we need to omit wait, CT. Wait. Like, CT's throne missions is its own show. He's
1: got, like, four or five of the top six, right? Yeah, he like, he literally easy. is. Yeah, at least three. Because the one on World of the Worlds 2, it has to be the number one, right? When he does the yoga poses, what he's supposed to be <laughs> Yeah.
2: There's just so much that you could do with just him. But, yeah, so it's an incredible season. It's entertaining also, from start to finish. You cannot go, you will be happy if you are a challenge fan watching this season.
0: I disagree. What one of the so one of the different missions of all time, and it's very similar to the mission in uh Battle of the Sexes 2, where the men beat the women down one letter person essentially, where it is absolutely pivotal, the, the pivotal the master, or critical yeah, that you have candles cast and a master, spell, right? Yeah. Just Absolutely essential that you have the same amount of people and they still win. That is very similar to the mission from Gauntlet 3 where everyone is buried underground, oh. right? And so the veterans have more people buried underground than the rookies do because they have more people, right? They're like four or and five people ahead. Like, it's a ridiculous they are, number. They are so far behind, right? Like, they are. So, they have way more people... Uh, Buried underground. And it's essentially Nehemiah versus Evan, right? They each have to answer a trivia question about the person that's buried underground. If you answer the trivia question correctly, you can then release that person from being underground. You move on to the next person. And the first team that has all their people uh, unburied or like removed from the ground first wins. Somehow Evan and the veterans win. Right, like, I, like, it, and they win, and everyone just goes fucking wild yeah. because they cannot believe that somehow they won. Nehemiah won that was mission. a
2: disaster in that in that mission. There just were there were, so, there were
0: so many there were so many missions that season where the veterans just like outsmart them, right? Mm-hmm. Because it's the same thing with that mission where the sandstorm, the the car. Yeah, they they have to push the car and put the planks that like the two by fours in front of the car to push the car through the sand, right? And the rookies are about to win, and the veterans are just like, fuck it. And they just push the car through the sand and coast, coast past them before they know it happened.
2: Yep. And then you can thank Evan for that, because right before the challenge started, he goes, do we have to use the planks? And TJ goes, no. And Evan was like, duly noted.
0: <laughs> no, Yeah, I, I kind of remember. He kind of just like, he, he, I remember him just like nodding and like smiling. Yep. Like he knew. He knew. He's like, this is
2: how you win this mission. <laughs> so anyway, we've talked enough about Gala 3, but- Yeah, top five for me. It wasn't even a question if this was going to be in the top six. It just, where did it fit? And it fit very comfortably for me at number five. So, Rob, number five.
1: There we go. Okay. Uh, I had Battle of the Exes 2 at number
2: five. Interesting place for that one. It actually jumped up my list at number 10. So, it's not higher, but it was further down the list, but it's firmly in the top 10 now.
1: I just think, I think that Battle of the Exile twist, you could have your quibbles with. I think it produces a great moment at the end, but it's pretty blatantly unfair. Uh, But beyond that, I think it's a really well set up season. I think it's got politics, it's got drama, great competitions. I love the missions and eliminations they use. Very deserving winner at the end too. I I think it's all around a great season.
0: So did you have this ranked in your top six last time? Yeah. I don't even, so I did what Trace did, right? And I kind of just like put all the seasons down and I just kind of. No, I did too. I didn't include it,
1: the spin-offs, right? but I did a similar thing.
0: And Rob, like I had this way down. Like I'm. You I don't must, like, like I apparently I need to go back and watch you it. You need like, to go, go back time. and rewatch it. I think
2: Xs2 is outstanding. You really like should go back and rewatch it. And I, it it held up so much better on the rewatch than I can even begin to tell you. Wes pitches a perfect game of a season until bananas returns from exile and they hadn't is one of the perfect challenge yeah. moments we've talked about it before when banana when they hear that there's a twist and zach and john a come out wes even says audibly it's gonna be bananas and when johnny bananas <laughs> just down into the light wes was like i'm fucked like literally he- like done
1: and ben- uh, people keep don't ever talk that's about as good as somebody's gotten on the season right because he he pitches a great game and then even teresa gets to come back into the season and he yeah. doesn't get his chance to
0: B- bananas said it when it happened what west looked like he saw a fucking ghost mm-hmm. uh yeah i need to watch that that's one of my have we done favorite moments of all time yes yeah. When did it was we, in my was top six? six we did this like we did this like a month ago it was what, in what my top six about? man we, we, both had, we both had
1: we both uh, had laurel with the sucket as our number one okay
0: yeah we've done like so many of these but like yeah uh <laughs> I don't a lot of shows I should I didn't even it didn't even I don't know if it even occurred to me to rank that one but it should have I loved that moment when it happened yeah. that that's
1: incredible um, that's the same episode too as the huge fight Naya and Nani get in where mm-hmm. it's like as explosive an argument as you've ever had on the show. That
2: might need to be a best episodes ever watch. That episode is- I was going to think about
1: it because there's a lot of great stuff on that episode. Because you
2: have the exiled elimination where Bananas comes back. You have the Naya and Nani fight and then Wes goes home and gets eliminated at the end. Well, of that's the episode. next episode. It's oh, not the same episode. episode. Yeah, they, they,
1: they do a t- uh, to be continued before oh, Wes's uh, unfortunate demise. Yeah. It's, it's, I just think it's a right. great season. It's got all the, it's got all the competitions you could want. You've got all these different dr- drama. You've got relationship drama with Zach and Jenna. Then mm-hmm. remember Jay and Janae are hooking up on the side too to, to get back at them. Yeah, I, I love, I like the dynamic with Wes and Johnny kind of playing two different sides of the house and then Sarah skirting in between and finding her way towards the end. Mm-hmm. Each of the different pairs, I think is also really interesting. That makes it for like Wes and Teresa, are a super interesting pair. Sarah and Jordan, I think people forget how much they fought that season and that they really didn't win anything until towards the end of the season. I think they win one mission early on and then they really kind of hold their water until the end.
2: Yeah. Uh, but they're,
1: they're, it's not like that. they're a lock to win from the beginning of the season because Wes and Teresa were obviously great. And then Jordan and Sarah were just fighting all the time. Yeah. So I, I think it's a great season. And I Wes think it's orchestrated.
2: Wes orchestrated the two best friends, Johnny Bananas and Leroy, going in against each other in elimination twice. Like yeah. just such a scumbag move that worked. Well, he
1: did it once, and Sarah did it once. Yeah, yeah, Oh, that's and, right. Sarah
2: did it the second time. And I mean, Leroy obviously has one of the better
1: performances of all time in the first run of that mission. What he just—it's—it's it's incredible how fast it goes down.
2: I think. Yeah. So yeah. it's a great season. Like I think, it's, like it, I think it, it's a great season. It skyrocketed up. I cannot fault you for putting in your top six at all. It was in the twenty range when I did this the first time. It hit number ten this time. It I is. I think a people just forget about it for solid some reason. Season. Like
1: people talk about X's one more than X's two, and X's two is a thousand times better. Yeah,
2: X's two is waste. Like X's one dropped like a rock in my rankings. Like it was in like the top fifteen. Bland. It was in the top 15 and it was like in the late 20s this time, because I think I just from my memories of it, that stretch from cutthroat rivals, X's seasons, rivals to to free agents is like my what was it was the it was the time of the show where I was watching it week to week to week to week every time it aired. Whereas with the other ones like Ruins and Gauntlet, I would say that's a better stretch of seasons but I was not watching all of those live. I caught some of them live and some of them later. And so it just, that era held, 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 has like a special place for me. But when you rewatch X's one, it doesn't even come close to X's two in quality. Have you seen it recently, Rob?
1: X's one. Two. Two, I've seen it decently recently, probably within the past year and a half. Okay. I don't know if I watched it all the way through, but I watched a lot of episodes.
0: All
2: right, my number five, number five in Fuerno too. Okay, here we go. Yep, go ahead. Like go. I said, it dropped out of my top six to number it's seven. It's just I think it's
1: another one of these seasons where there's just not a lot of holes. Like you could pick, I guess you could pick this with the format and that there's only elimination every two episodes. But you've got a lot of great moments, two really interesting teams with different dynamics, great cast, like there's all star cast on both the men's and women's side. Yep. uh for some really fun eliminations. Like you got uh Abram versus Brad is really fun. Um Veronica and Jody have a really good elimination in that one too. Plenty of great fights. Like you got Devin's favorite, the Wedgie fight. You've mm-hmm. got um the fight where Veronica's
0: mad because the good guy switched the vote, whatever happens with that well, don't I not even just... gonna bring that. I mean, you are forgetting one of the biggest ones. You're forgetting uh Beth versus Tanya, Yeah, yeah of course. And, then, and then Tanya gets... throwing best
1: clothes in the pool.
0: Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, you're, you're just, also forgetting well you haven't forgotten I, I think it's a matter of time before you get to it but uh the path of god is straight and narrow yes.
1: yeah of course of course yes there's that it's fantastic you have everyone's favorite mission uh shirt off my back too. yes takes place oh my god December how too. could we forget
2: pick up your shirt at bigdubdiesel.com that's dub with two b's if you pay attention you can get that shirt for 15 dollars. when it's on sale so check it out
1: this is also the mrs last season i think he was somewhat of an overrated competitor during his time on the show but he's certainly a big character even with he is season.
2: overrated as a competitor but it cannot be understood how much of a reality show icon he was like his presence as a character carried the show
0: yeah i think i think people definitely forget how big him and coral were for oh, the show. sure i mean they were it Like if you Uh, ask people,
1: Coral, Mark Long, Miz, like rank the three of them in terms of important. Most people would put Mark Long number one now.
2: I would say that the Miz and Coral are more important than Mark Long. I think for sure. No offense to Mark Long, but Mark Long's done what, four seasons besides All-Stars? No, it's, yeah, Coral and Miz way ahead of Mark Long. I mean, mean, because Mark Long did what? Sex is one. He did Real World versus Road Rules, which was season two he, he host season two, 2002 he did gauntlet 2 and X's 2 so he was only on five seasons
1: and then he he hosts season 2002 and um he's on one of the first four right
2: he's on extreme he's 10, on number 2 like... he's no he's on number 2 which oh is no Marvel you're right yeah. Yeah. you're right so he was only a contest he was only a cast member on five and he hosted one so like in terms he's... of importance like he's important because he started all this shit with road Rules season 1
0: He's also essentially responsible for All Stars.
2: Yeah, he's I almost he single-handedly is. responsible for All Stars.
1: Yeah, but like I just—I think this is—it's just a great cast, good format. Dan so Renzi, we have yeah, oh, Dan, Dan, Dan Renzi. 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 So, like he yeah. was so, when,
0: just when we when we went back and re-watched these, right? Uh I did not remember how good Dan Renzi was. Dan, was Dan Renzi is just—he's just on fire the whole season. He's—he's he's just like, like his confessional is top five confessional
2: easily person of all time he's he, yeah he's great yeah. How, is,
0: how, how has he not been back on it's, it's a well stress. he
2: was supposed to be on the all-star shows but he's a nurse and he would not travel because he had patients because of covid and i think he was an alternate for season alternate three season three and i'm like how the fuck is this man an alternate but Then i had to, to go party, back uh, and uh, i look at the rest of the men that are on there because of the built-in stories they had from season one and two And then the heavy hitters that hadn't been on that are on season three. I get it. I really do. But if if there is a season four, which I would assume there will be in 2023, he needs to be on it. Yeah. Was that the same so I, season where they had the cruise ship challenge where they had to like sell all this random shit? No, so, that's Inferno. No. That's Inferno One. Okay, Inferno, that's 1. Inferno One. People Inferno. get those two seasons often confused, but uh, yeah, that they're, they're, they're different. Those do get confusing because there's so many of the same cast members between the two the two seasons. It's also, there's, it's also the only two seasons Dave
0: Muir hosts. It's also yeah. true. Yeah.
2: So, yeah, I, I love
1: Inferno, too. I think there's a ton of great moments. It's a great honor to watch.
2: Having the original version on my Plex server, but also having the remastered HD versions on P Plus is solid because there's a few edits to the P Paramount Plus version. So I like having the ability to go back and see some of the original music cues and things they have on the original but being able to see it in crystal clear picture and audio on Paramount Plus, like if you have never seen Inferno 2, go watch it. It's great. Yep. I would want that for the original
0: sexes and, uh, first inferno i think that'd be pretty cool
2: the first inferno and the con- all, all i guess all the early seasons. i just want it to be really cool I ju- they just need to get every season from one through 38 on there but because of the way they used to do audio that's going to be difficult i think it will eventually happen but it's going to take a while i love the first college
0: definitely definitely not in my top six but i think there's so many fun moments from that season that j- just are kind of I mean, we just see
1: the HD reel of Johnny Mosley's outfits from the season C hosts, right? Just, yes. like a clip I mean, just from Gauntlet One, it, ju- ju- Gauntlet One alone. Right? I, like, oh, like, I think he's the, throwing the more heat in Sexist Two than Gauntlet I feel like, one. like Sexist Two. He's got his his
2: outfits got even better. Yeah, that, that, that's
1: that's peak Mosley in terms of outfit game. Two, Splitter Cell outfits like that. The, the, sexist the Two, Johnny
2: Mosley went out with a bang for sure. Man,
1: <laughs> is, it, is he his own stylist or does he have somebody?
2: Do you think? oh he that's his choice 100 percent his choice that show had a budget of zero dollars back then that's all him <laughs> he might have walked in a room and saw these costumes and he's like, walking into like outfit. party
1: city and uh, tell your ride or wherever they are and just, just yeah. cheap, uh, outfit. they're kind of
2: like hey hey johnny here's 100 bucks go find an outfit <laughs> yeah but so okay,
1: okay so i guess it's uh trace is your number four
2: my number four yep. All right, here's a new entry to my top six, Fresh Meat 2. Brace yourself, everyone. Fresh Meat 2.
0: That's Fuck, not a big dude. brace
2: yourself, Fresh Meat 2.
0: Fuck, I'm kind of pissed, dude. That was the one that I, so I ended up bumping it out, dude. I, fu- I fucking love Fresh Meat 2. It's
2: so good, and when I re-watched it, I was like, how did I underrate this season? Like, it, it is perhaps, like, if you were to pick any challenge season and say, this is the most underrated season of the show, it's uh, this one. And I disagree with that. Okay, you can disagree, but I'm going to give you my reasons why and you can come back to it. So when this season aired, it was one of the lowest performing seasons they'd had in forever. And people missed out on a treasure. Like this season, from a political standpoint of Kenny versus Wes, and you had to pick a side. And there was a couple teams kind of floating in the middle. You had Kehoe floating in the middle. You had Jen with two ends floating in the middle and you had uh, Landon floating in the middle and stabbing people in the back eventually. It was the only season Landon really played politics. The dailies are great. Some of the Fresh Meat too that were introduced became, one of them became Staples. one of the biggest cast members of the show in Cara Maria, but she goes yeah, first. Yeah. You had Brandon, who I love Brandon. I wish he would be on All-Stars. Always got a bum-ass deal on the show either the worst partners or the worst situations. Poor guy should have been better than he is rated. Um, even I think this person is a little overrated. Noir people seem to really want him back. He was barely on the show and he looked like he had just smoked a dime bag before he got on every confessional. And I he thought he was did. good. He was okay. But uh, and then you had just some amazing, hilarious moments. My absolute funniest moment from the season was Danny looking at Evelyn and Wes with a straight face saying, I can beat Landon in a final. Like And them looking at him like he had said the dumbest thing you could possibly say as a human being. It was great. Kenny, literally in episode two, predicted how this season would end. He's like, you guys can go and follow Wes and you can do all these things, but I guarantee you he's going to stab you in the back and you're all going to go home. And they did. It was, from a political standpoint, if you like the challenge for politics and drama, this is your season. And then there's a bunch of nothing fights. Pete and um, Danny get into it over potatoes. Danny ate some of Pete's potatoes, and that caused a fight. And then Wes jumps on Danny's back and falls and hits his head. I forgot about that. There's just so many great moments. And then the shocker of all shockers, Landon, somehow pushes one of the worst fresh meat to victory and gets a huge solo victory, which he had never had to that point. We had had talked about that, about the worst
0: person to win a final in a pairs or individual
2: format. Carly is number one with a bullet. I I don't even know who number two would be. Who would number two be? Pair or individual. There's never been an undeserving individual female winner. Um, like, I think,
1: I mean, I guess Amber B in the next. Felicia I don't period. even
2: know that she's number two, but I, I felt like she deserved there. it. Like she actually earned her victory. Well, um, you can
1: say she deserved to win, but then she's somebody still has to be towards the bottom. Like, but in terms of pedigree, it's like her. I mean, Aviv just numbered in another season, but I think she's a really critical part. A, her Aviv win. was a
2: decent competitor, even though that was yeah. her only season. Because I think so, with Amber
1: B, we've just seen that she doesn't have a very varied skill set. I mean, you could probably make season. the
2: argument for it wasn't a pair season, but you could make the argument for Tori Hall. You could make the argument for Johanna on uh, Gauntlet. Okay, well, that's, that's just
1: that's just that's different. a team teams, season, but yeah, like it's just, if we're talking teams, like individual I mean, pairs. Like, Individual yeah. or so pairs. I, I think I think for the men, I think Jamie Carr's cousin kinda has to be the worst, just with how things look. At. I don't think he's a bad competitor, but it's just everyone else is just clean not the worst. So he kinda has to be him.
0: So I, I'm I'm redoing my rankings. Like I, I just can't like I just can't do it. Can't so do I, it. I'm changing it. Fresh Meat is no, number five, Colin Three is number six. I'm moving inferno two out. Like I, I, right. I just can't do it. I, You're like copying me talked now. me into it. Like I I was that your six and five. Yeah. Oh no. no your six was all-stars
2: one. Oh, that's right. But God is three, me. but I moved Inferno to number seven. That's what I mean. It's like you moved Inferno to number seven. It's been a while I mean, since I've I mean, seen Fresh Meat too, but I, I've never thought that we're about to watch do. it. I'm telling yeah. you, within the next probably eight weeks. I just don't, I don't it, find
1: the things it. as interesting as other people do because since Kenny kind of wins all the time, it's more anticlimactic to me. And I, I also don't like the Exiles as much as other people do. Yeah. I much prefer the
2: Oh, oh really, players. dude? I love the Exiles, and I actually I, I just, really love the Exiles on this I want, the, head head to this I want the
0: crowd to be there. Uh, I don't like. I, I mean, ideally, yeah, the crowd is there, but. I do kind of like how it is is head to head, right? You are competing directly against someone, right? Like we we do see from the audience perspective, it's a little bit easier, right? Because we can see like whether theoretically, whether or not something like they can make it look like whatever they want to look like, right?
2: But like, we have like a better indication of what's actually going on. Um, And this version of the exile too is far superior to the first one because you had the stupid baggage thing in the first one. Like this one, they just all have a set amount of weight that they put in a backpack. And what I also love is it wasn't always a linear race from start to finish. The teams would go in opposite directions. And so you couldn't pace yourself because you could tell where the other team was. You just had to go. And if you didn't go, you might lose. And then you had a couple of them where they had like the buckets on the bar and they had weight in the buckets. The blackout with Evelyn and Luke versus Landon and Carly is one of the most grueling things I've ever seen. Like, just unbelievable.
0: I'm excited to watch. Oh, that was the other comment that I was going to make. The season is just like really tight. You know what I mean? It's super fast. I think episode nine episodes. It's one of the shortest seasons of all time,
2: right? How many other seasons have been nine episodes or less?
1: Uh, Like, Rival's One is only 10.
2: Yeah. Is anyone. this is the only one that is nine episodes with the final.
1: I'm trying to think. Uh, it might, it might be. Yes, it's nine episodes. Of, and there's a the lot that were between There was a lot that were be between nine and 12. I don't know if there's anyone else that's nine.
2: Yeah. There was a stretch where they were always 10 and then the shit show and the reunion would make it 12. For a stretch there, it was 10. Like ruins was 10. Fresh meat two was nine. Cutthroat was 10. Rivals was 10. X's one was 10. And then you got to 12 with seasons.
0: We we get your girl Teresa Gonzalez. We haven't oh, brought that up
2: yet. And Laurel, the debut of the beast herself Laurel. So we it's need a to do great a, season.
0: We need to do I don't think we've done it. I don't even think we have it on our content calendar. We should we should do our favorite challengers of all time.
2: We did our top six male and female. We've like done a couple of I'm not talking similar. about favorite.
0: Like the like our like the people. Not that the best, the but just favorite. Show. Okay. Yeah. I'm in. I'm in on that. Uh, so we can now lock in Danny Jameson number one for Chase, yes, Ryan Kray right. number two,
1: oh. Tyree Ballard number three. I well, can't believe you're
2: gonna uh, do your Urban, Urban Meyer, Meyer number Dan four. One, <sighs> Killing me. All right. Dude, anyway, Meyers there you go. Fresh meat two. <laughs> we we have I think one more ruins episode to do on our ruins chronicle, and then we get into fresh meat two. So I'm
0: what uh, So we have two ideas for the content calendar. Oh, favorite. Challengers. And what was the one earlier we thought of?
1: Well, the we best episode was something we were just going to do, just to do another one. Yeah, was I was saying the best
2: for episode for that X is two episode where we have a lot of options back. for that. So yeah. we definitely-
0: if, if anyone has any episodes they want us to consider for the best episode series, because we'll probably do one this next week, uh, message us on Discord, message us on Patreon, or you can email us at the challenge chronicles at gmail.com. Yeah. Um, Rob, your number four season. So my number four is Cutthroat. Wow, a good choice. Okay, Did not expect so I, that. Was that was that your top six
1: last time? That. Yeah, it was number my number three last time, so I moved down one. Uh, but for my, my thing with Cut, I, I there's a lot of different parts like about Cutthroat. I think the one weakness with Cutthroat is actually the cast. I think that there's a couple sort of bland. There's some there real too.
2: duds at the bottom of this cast.
1: Yeah, they, they definitely there's definitely a couple people they could have switched around, and there's a lot of people kind of missing from the hair. There's like Wes is not on the season. No Evan. Um, no Kenny. Yeah, no Kenny. So there's a lot of those bigger names that are off and out on the cast. But I really – with that season, I really love the dynamic between the teams. I really like being able to watch how each of the different teams sort of works their team differently, where the red team is just voting based on who their friends are throughout the entire season. You have the gray team that runs on almost like an honor system. And then you have the blue team where Johnny is just trying his absolute darndest to get Big Z and Katie out of there as soon as he can. Oh, you have a couple of great moments. You've got Sarah, you've got the whole plot with Sarah and Laurel trying to throw missions on the Gray team so that they can get rid of Kara and Abram screaming at them the whole time. You have obviously the Johnny Brandon's backpack, which is a huge, huge moment in the history of the show. There, there's just a lot of great uh, moments with that season. I mean, I, I, the way the way the format plays out in a couple of those big moments, it, it made it up this way.
2: Oh, it's a solid season. I think it was number... See Gosh. I had it. I'm trying to find it.
0: Yeah, I had it pretty close. I had seven, eight, nine. I had a
2: 10. Wow. Mine, it was 24.
0: 24? Wow. What?
2: Tracy, you got, that size analysis? You got yeah.
1: Inferno 3 ahead of it?
2: No. Hell no. Inferno 3, it was actually higher on the list than I expected at 29. But when you look at what's below it, you're like, yeah, that makes sense. Battle of the Bloodlines is ahead of it then, Chase? By two slots.
1: That's that's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. As somebody who battled the Bloodlines was their first Wait, season. Wait, Bloodlines
2: two... is ahead of Cutthroat? No, that's no, no no, of... no, 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 no. I said Bloodlines is ahead of uh, Inferno 3. Oh, okay.
1: Oh, no, wow. Cutthroat that's, that's... is
2: ahead of Bloodlines.
1: That's more different. So what's, well, 24 what, so what's right, what's right ahead
2: of, of Cutthroat for you? Like, yeah, yeah it's like of
0: the cut. three seasons Yeah, se- of The three
2: that are right ahead of Cutthroat? yeah uh rivals three total madness and inferno one
1: disagree with all three of those pretty strongly yeah like it's way better than rivals three rivals three nothing happens total madness well, is like you, say that. Madness. you, you say
2: that i freaking loved it on the rewatch like i thought it was a total great... madness
1: is like the most depressing season ever for the second half we'll it. see really i have
2: my reasons for why total madness is great like the get the johnny and wes That's working great. together for the first time okay is it one of the, it's in the 20s okay like we're not talking like it's in the top 15 it's in the <laughs> 20s out of this 30 we seating here it's from, at from the halfway Trump. point my point with total madness of why it would be higher than some of these others is because just having watched the show from close to pretty much its inception i watched the first season as it aired road rules all-stars and to see the evolution and to see johnny bananas and wes enter and for the first time ever cooperatively work together and it's also the first time they go head-to-head in elimination on the show besides the champs versus which counts but eh, not really i think Uh, that's a better elimination
1: than the one they do on total lands
2: i agree with that but it just, the, it's a the, the, great moment the and to see TJ like giddy that he's finally getting to see bananas versus West one-on-one you have the bear Kayla stuff. You have the bear with the fire extinguisher like the unedited some, d episode the unedited like, d episode one, one is of d one of the out. best episodes ever yeah that
0: rob that's like one of the best episodes we should do that we should do that for best, episode that for best
2: episodes yeah, yeah we, we, we
1: talked about all that we've got that's a thousand what's episodes to do. Apparently, we are putting
2: it down this week one of our two episodes for patreon is best episodes ever the canadian d the unedited airing <laughs> the Canadian D. Episode. have you, have you seen that episode Bob? it didn't
1: actually air as part of the season i've seen yeah it did we saw it it aired well didn't. it did not air you guys watched some like uh off rails. they put
2: it on mtv.com canada you're like those guys who would get like the japanese version of super mario
1: brothers i i had i had
2: a uh we we had just started patreon and they messaged me and said i saved it off the canadian site do you want it and i was like you're damn right i do so we have a copy i have a copy (laughs) fuck yeah have you seen it
1: it yet i've seen it yes i know it's very good i just don't know if it should count as part of it It didn't air as part of the show
0: it should it's an episode though it is an episode it was an episode they literally they literally literally cut that shit up three
2: days before it aired so if we found
1: lost footage of a different season would that count as part of the show
2: if we find oh, lost, lost footage, this reality, was literally supposed like, to air incredible
1: content that we literally
2: us... three days before this episode. Like it had been edited, it was sent out, it was ready to go out and be beamed to the nations. And then they had to cut it down with three do days to go. They, do you think they should have done that? No, we, we already have, talked about this. We've you talked about it. Air. It's an issue that I don't have enough you know, information about. It, it should have so aired. Anyway, aired. this is not about Total Madness, but anyway yeah and we're gonna make I it about automatic so that's, egreg- that's an
1: egregious ranking
2: please please Fine. anybody that it's has issues take. with this
1: direct your mail to uh at trace armstrong Do trace trace
2: bomb head. right there hot take i think it's Ridic- better than it's cutthroat rid- it's ridiculous ranking I,
1: I i think cutthroat's great it's got uh, the dynamic between the teams i find very interesting it's got a lot of great missions throughout one of the better missions and elimination setups i feel like throughout the show and just the way the season's formatted i feel like a lot of different characters get to have their moment in the spotlight Like, sometimes it's nice to have a season that's really focused narrative, but the way the the season is structured, it feels like you really get to understand who the main players on each team are, how everyone, like all the other different characters think about that, what their stance is in relation to their
2: team. Um, I I just really like the way that's set up. Well, I think one thing, and this is what the challenge needs to, the producers need to consider, is the three-team dynamic made the show very unpredictable and the secret vote also made things a little more unpredictable not like they've done on double agents like where you eventually see who voted for who or the people that win the day get to see who won like you could literally tell three people this is who i'm voting for and go in there and screw them and in, in, in secret and no one would be able to figure out exactly who flipped So, I mean, I really think they need to revisit a cutthroat-like format, which they kind of flirted with on Spies, Lies, and Allies, but they should have just gone from the start from there. If they had started Spies, Lies, and Allies as a cutthroat-style show... I think there's a better outcome than what we got. Uh, I think the issue you run into there is it's just the rookie purge for the first they time. You still would school. have. There was going to be a rookie purge regardless of what they did.
1: Well, I, I mean, they could have just paired them up with the vets, and then there couldn't be a rookie purge. Or maybe they weren't switching teams. Like, there was a ways around it that they there just,
2: that they just did not come to. Alas, I think the cutthroat format is one of the best formats they ever came up with. They need to revisit it. It's a great I think format. it's the only
1: way you can conceivably do a team season at this point. I think anything else, you just have people throwing missions constantly. It's really hard to set up the incentives correctly.
2: Yep. All right, Devin.
0: Number four on my list, maybe higher on Trace's list. The island. Yeah, it's just so much this episode I'm just going to have to not take part in, isn't
1: it?
2: The island Traces fell up. out of my top 10 wow yay, yay, yay. The victory it's still one of so my that- favorite seasons but like when i weighed it up against what i mm-hmm. rather watch this season or this season the island just kind of kept moving until it settled in at number 13 so uh, this
0: was originally in Trace's top six this is another season where pretty much everything that we said for the gauntlet also applies here like we have talked about this season so much like his, yeah. is there a season we've talked about more, including all the seasons that we covered no week by week? The Island so, I and I mean, Gala 3. You,
1: you refuse to talk about Spire House now, it's more than 20 consecutive minutes towards the end. So Island totally
2: and Gala 3 are probably the two seasons we have debated and beaten to death in this almost four years of the show.
0: Um I'm just pulling up everything right now. So when we went back and re it? Right. So my belief, so when we did the first ranking of this, right? I had ranked the island in the top six Mm -hmm. and I just, I hadn't seen it in a while. Right. When we went back and watched it again, my reaction was, man, I was way too low on this. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like I forgot like how good this actually was. It is a great season. Something is just always happening. Mm -hmm. You know, like it's, it's just like there are a bunch of seasons around it kind of, or some older seasons where it's just like, you know, like, people are just kind of, like, standing around. There isn't anything... In for Inferno an 3. More. Yeah, you know, like, there's just... There isn't any action. The Island is all action. Like, pretty much every episode, I kind of like... And so, when we initially did the rankings for this, my comparison for The Island was in old sitcoms where they have a random season where they take your familiar cast and put them in a new environment. So, think Saved by the Bell at the Beach. Think the Ricardo's numbers has moved to LA. Exactly. Yep. Right. That's what yep. this is. And I think it they fucking kill it. They right? did. I don't want to see. I don't want to see it again. Right. Yep. I think it was good one time. We don't need to see it again. Nope. But I think they made the most out of it. I and I think they a did. lot of this was probably a, a lot of this probably just had to have been the hype around Survivor, right? Oh at the for time. Sure. Oh, and they were just sure. like all right screw it you know let's do it let's see what happens and pretty much everyone has said that they refuse to do the show again if they do another island right yeah. all the people that were present for that they're, they're not I, well that. they refuse to do it if they do another total madness basically so i can't imagine
2: how yeah another island the the, the conditions on total madness almost cause mutiny so yes the
0: the reunion for the island oh, one of the on all-time best reunions kellyanne is just completely trashed it doesn't even make any like comprehensible sense Mm-mm. We get one of my favorite moments of all time. I ranked that this, didn't I, Rob? I believe you did. With Evelyn. Evelyn the th- yeah. Telling Johnny to pretty much go screw himself and screw his alliance. One of the greatest moments in the history of the show. Then at the very end, and I think this is the same reason, this is the same type of reason why I like Gauntlet 3 and rank it as highly as I do because of the final and the ultimate reversal, right? The the veterans thinking that they're going to win, being so confident and then ultimately losing the same type of thing happens in the Island where Evelyn, the entire season is at like at Johnny's neck. They're they're ready to kill each other. Something's got to give. And Evelyn at the very end has the opportunity to take Johnny's key one more time. Right. She, She wins the mission, right? Everyone thought that was, so that in and of itself, right. They didn't think Evelyn was going to get another chance to get a key, right? They didn't know what was going to happen. Evelyn has a final chance to get a key. She wins the, mi- the mission. Who is her biggest competition in that? Dan, right? I, that
2: her, kind of...
1: Dan, Joh- no, her, Dan, Johanna, Kellyanne.
2: No, Kellyanne's um, not in that.
1: Yeah, she is. Kellyanne she had, had, a had a key. Kellyanne had a key. It.
2: Yes, well, she, she did. did it. It.
1: She so She got it taken. Because she's not on the boat at the end. It's her. It's, oh, you're um, right. She's not on the boat at oh, the end. You're, you're, right. you're right. You're right. You're right. I'm sorry.
0: You're right. So Evelyn wins, and then at that point, this is maybe like where does this rank on Mister Beautiful's
2: like all? It's probably his best political move ever, convincing her not to take Johnny's key,
0: or I would say most impressive. It's one of his most impressive moves of all time, right? Like it, it, he somehow convinces Evelyn, who at this point in time thinks like like it, it's like Johnny is on the same level as like what people think of like Vladimir Putin right now you know what I mean like it's like th- yeah like for people that haven't seen him the island in a while like, he, like
2: <laughs> a lot of people still hate him from that moment yes
0: <laughs> and Johnny has come back since then and said you know you can't judge me based off of this everyone has bad moments right and, and let let me definitely and he say never that, excused right?
2: like, his behavior like he said I was wrong and he was like, even my girlfriend's dad at the time was like, hey man, this is fucked up. And he for to Johnny's credit, you know, were there moments where he was questionable? Sure. He never got close to this type of behavior again. So
0: Mr. Beautiful convinces Evelyn to not take Johnny's key. Evelyn takes Dunbar's key, which <laughs> is kind of humorous in and of itself. <laughs> and then you get the moment where, like, I mean, everyone kind of loved that, right? Yeah. And, and then the moment comes where they finally figure out how they will decide who will be on which boat, right? This is something that they thought about the entire season. How are they going to decide who gets on the boats? TJ tells them that they get to choose the boats. <sighs> Everyone kind of looks around. Ridiculous. This situation. is, this is, uh, this is on the heels of gauntlet three, right? They had just been through gauntlet three. Everyone saw had what what happened. They wanted the sure victory. They didn't want to fuck around mm. the final boat, Derek, Evelyn, Johnny, Kenny, they dominate. It's over. We also get earlier on in the season, everything with Tyree. We can't forget <laughs> that Tyree's got uh, on the season. Tyree standing on top of the table, dusting the table off. Uh, or just his epic fail we, we, on oh, the face off. Him being accused of throwing the
1: mission. By yeah. Him. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. Him just being so bad to the point in the mission where Johnny needed so the first time that Evelyn took Johnny or the only time I guess when when Evelyn initially takes Johnny's key in the in the face-off leading up to that Johnny needs Tyree to win Tyree it, it's essentially they have to it's essentially who can jump the furthest that's what it comes yeah. down to right uh, well there's some like strategy too I, yes. yeah I know but like it it, Tyree has to jump Evelyn would not have been able to
2: make the jump and all Tyree had to do was take a giant step and fall forward
0: (laughs) and Tyree runs up to the gap like just chickens the fuck out leans forward kind of starts falling towards the water puts his hands on the rails where planks had been taken away and fucking dqs it's really it's
2: really the like epitome of tyree on the challenge that moment is tyree on the challenge
0: he starts walking to the shore and johnny calls him out for throwing it he's like did you throw
1: that (laughs) he had nothing to gain by throwing
0: it he's just that terrible he just thought like, like everyone was out to more get than
1: you think though. People being accused of throwing missions they very clearly did not. Like yeah. remember on Total Madness when Nelson screams at Anissa about
2: her losing the little like flag they had on the Fast and Furious mission. Yeah, and you we know get, what's even get, funnier? Like you even forget the lead up to Evelyn being allowed in the face off. It was hey we're gonna put you up against Dan and Tyree. Evelyn's gonna have her work yeah. cut out for her, and yeah. she won because that was the thing
0: remember they were just trying to keep evelyn out of it and they were like we'll give
2: you a chance but we're gonna put put you against the
0: wall they put they put her up against the men right and they're like oh she's like she's not going to be able to do anything she's not going to win and she goes out and wins right but because at at this point in time she's like when it came to the voting of who would get voted in to be in the face off at this point she's like i don't fucking care i'll go against anyone just Just to get put me in right and she goes out and wins we get all we get the moments with Dunbar. Dunbar is off the rails in this season. Remember? <laughs> Dunbar's like he's trying to justify how the the men, men need more food
2: more, than the women. Yeah,
0: than the women. Uh then Dunbar talking about how he has like a list of people uh that he would kill for free. <laughs> remember this? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <Jesus. laughs> Who's on that list? Remind Dun- me.
2: Dunbar went way Ashley, off the rails.
0: The, uh, the original Ashley, Ashley
2: yeah, is that who it is? It's Ashley, Ashley with uh, two eye. Wait, two eye Ashley? Uh, one eye. I can't even. Re- I think it's one think eye, but it is. she wasn't. She's Robinson the one that hurt her foot and went into the face off and then got both Why did eyes. he hate her? I don't remember. She just was. They were on the same season to each other.
0: I think it was oh, one of those yeah. situations where didn't just, he got
2: along very well. With no, they were both on Real World Sydney, so yeah. Yeah, yeah. Then quite some Cal- turbulent Cal- personality there
0: with them both. Callie was on that season. I thought she was pretty good.
2: Who, by the way, she just got a new gig. Like, she might now be in the running for one of the most successful challenge people of yeah, all time. She
1: really is. She really is. Uh, she I went forget, from the is...
2: CEO of the bowling thing to like an even bigger step up. She's like one of the lead people in the WNBA or something.
1: Oh wow, good for her. That's pretty cool. So, so I mean, she, like,
2: she, she she's powerful.
1: She's she's got her shit together. Yeah. Well, we'll see where that takes us. But uh, like, well, like my opinions on the island and gone what well yeah. documented. To me, to me, they're the the charismatic. They're out of like they're the charismatic friend that's actually a horrendous person behind the scenes that i just don't like interacting with yeah like that's
2: how i describe <laughs> it so yeah but it, it pained me to drop it as low as i did because i still love the season for everything we've talked about and then some but as i started yeah, you, weighing it against some of the ones that fell out of the top six with it and then X's like twos well no total madness is in the 20s dude like it's that's ridiculous ranking still whatever Uh, but like the ones that entered the top 10 that weren't originally in the top 10 were XS2 and Gauntlet 2. Call it so. sensational. Call, Call it T's right outside of my. If mind. Gala two's final, really final was better, it would be in the top six with a bullet. Like, no question. Like, uh, Gala, Gala two is
1: fantastic. If people haven't seen that season. Go, go watch the Kina, Alton and Derek Hyland reels. For that yeah. So, like, I mean, one.
2: it just kept slowly drifting back until it fell out. So, uh, it's a great season and I love it. But then the ones that actually passed it is Invasion clocked in at number 11. And then That's War just, of the I'm Worlds walked in at 12. <laughs> I liked Invasion on the Rewatch, man. Like it the Well you format, didn't even rewatch War of the Worlds, did you? No, but I just I go back and I look at the cast and I go back and I look at the notes I made because we were doing the show when it aired and I was still making notes on it. We, we weren't covering it though. We weren't covering it live, but like. I have a feeling on the rewatch I'm going to be blown away by how good it actually was.
1: Alright, let's keep
2: moving here. So anyway, <laughs> my number three taking too long. my number three this one is also, I don't, I think it might have been just outside my top six, but it is now firmly in at Number three is Rivals 2. Okay. I, uh, same ranking as my list. I also have it at number three. Alright. Is
1: Fantastic that fair for
2: season. you, Devin? Uh, no, so let's talk about it now. Okay. Uh, I, I, Rivals 2 is just phenomenal like it is a great cast there's not really the only dud member goes home and gets replaced by a better <laughs> cast member um Coach naomi Cole goes Pitt, home naomi. and in comes yeah. cara maria
1: yeah so it's yeah it's i think yeah fantastic cast i think the missions that are in rivals are maybe the best like some of my favorite missions they've ever done on the show i think the missions are great and it
2: might be the best constructed final they ever did I think in terms of the circumstances they were
1: put in, like those people are in the challenge hall of fame for what they were to put together, those producers with that Mm -hmm. final. So it's very comprehensive. It tests any skills that you could want on the challenge. You get no illusion that you think the wrong person, the wrong pair is winning Mm -hmm. at the end for the men or the women hey it's, it's fantastic you get ct's first win emily's first win a lot of great pairs too paula's last
2: win and last appearance probably ever on the show yeah she, she's obviously of course fired that season
1: throughout the whole time
2: yep you've got so many fights you've got the trichelle meltdown the anisa fight with her um sarah gets screwed again and sent home because of her partner this is coming off her getting sent home on x's one after she and her partner Vinny win uh a mission they get sent home uh you get the the marlin and knight fight you get the jimmy knight catch-up incident yes you get uh ct hooking up with anastasia and then her passing out and tj saying maybe you shouldn't smoke cigarettes and not eat like just one of the callous (laughs) most callous things you could say um it just it's just got some bangers just it's got some great eliminations
1: like the mission where they have to wear the shock collar and, like, find their way through. Oh, yeah. Race, it's fantastic. It's fantastic. Awesome mission. You've got, like, the the um, Frank Jordan fight, which I think people kind of forget about, but it's an awesome rivalry when they're on the show. Like, there's just, there's a lot going on with this. Yep. And I, I think it's awesome.
2: Even the, the mission where Zach and Trey get DQ'd, the elimination, it's a great Oh, yeah, when Zach
1: chucks his head into the stands.
2: Uh-huh. Like, it's yeah. just... Chaos personified, it just every bit of it, and then you also get the famous quote from Johnny Bananas All's Fair and Love Warren challenges that they've played ad nauseum.
1: The banana's bobblehead gets his own confessional. Couple That's times.
2: also true. You've got CT and DM, even though they had kind of reconciled on X's one, like the budding of their romance until her untimely passing started here diem um it's kind of sad in retrospect because she had just come off chemo so she was on all kinds of drugs and she was going through a forced um menopause so she was on all kinds of drugs and stuff to just get through the season but she gets into some stellar arguments on this season (laughs) like just she is a battle axe and then you get the the
1: if you forget uh-huh. about Camilla too. Remember the fight where Camilla like is trying to break down the glass wall that when uh-huh. he, like the girls are like tackling her, which is on the beanbag. Oh my gosh,
2: this it's is- so
1: good. And then you also people, get- people forget about the drama on that season. There, there's so much going on. You get the Leroy uh,
2: Teresa hookup. Oh yeah, when then they write the stuff on West's bed, With the, and they have the fake West. They put like a fake West yeah. in the bed. <laughs> uh, it's. Yeah, it's, it's so is. good. Like, it's like it's, and you, got, you get like it's
1: the one season Cook and Rollin are on. You get Jordan's first season, and then he's as Jordan as Jordan can be that whole season.
2: Yep. And they actually gave consequences to the men when they would throw it on women's days. They they made C T and Wes go first. Um uh, it's and CT the West next and one go around. And yeah, yeah, they made them go first. they don't want to they don't want
1: do the triple X mission, wouldn't they?
2: Yeah. 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 So anyway, Stellar just a banger start to finish.
1: Another season people sometimes forget about, but absolutely outstanding. Go go rewatch it if, if you've
0: got time.
2: What are your thoughts on Rivals 2, Devin?
0: Yeah, I mean, I definitely this is one of those seasons that I need to watch again. You know, like it I think I watched it when it happened. I don't think I've ever watched yeah. it again. I, mean, I remember enjoying it, right? Yeah. Uh
2: it was the, firmly... the reunion
1: of course is fantastic, which we just covered. The what? The reunion of course is
2: fantastic. The reunion, which we just covered. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, your it, business. it was firmly in my top 10 last go round and it like sprinted its way to the top three. Like it was so good. Just everything about it is good. There's not a weak moment in the entire season. And even when they don't have an elimination, the fake out they do where they think that they're going to like shock the contestants and car is like, it's not that bad. It just kind of feels like tingles when it's on your <laughs> oh, nose yeah. you're just like, wait, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. Uh, good times. All right, Devin. Guys. Number 3.
0: My number 3. The new addition to my top 6.
2: All-stars too. Okay. Wow.
0: Higher on anyone else's list? no it, it's, it, not, it's, it's not higher on mine. It's no. number
2: 12 for me. Yeah. Now, I uh if that final like we said, or I said earlier, if that final does not have the chicanery it did, it would have easily bumped All-Stars one out of the top six. I
0: don't know. Uh, for me, like, I, that makes it like even more memorable, right? And, it makes like, it so much more like, interesting like, to me. Yeah, like every, there, there was like one episode that wasn't great. You know, there was like, it was like the second episode that was like, whatever. Every other episode in that season was like really good. Really good to incredible. Right. Yeah. Because the the Steve, the Steve, the Steve Minky episode, it was like episode three or four is one of the all time best episodes. Yeah. Because I remember saying
2: this, I watched it three times before we recorded because I loved it so much. It was that good because it's one of the few times in the history of the show. One of the few times it it happens in Survivor
0: where people come to this realization, but for whatever reason, it doesn't happen as often in the challenge where someone realizes if I ke- if things keep going the way that they're going now, like I may be okay next week and I may be okay the week after that, but I am not going to fucking win, right? Mm-hmm. If things keep going the way that they are. He
2: realizes that he actually does something about it and he puts the two of the best people in the house against each other. It's, it's funny nobody comes to that realization that often, right?
0: It's insane, dude. But he also <laughs> broke,
2: he broke the thing because he forced like he it was the first time he put the life shield people into the elimination and forced them to save themselves so it came down to that. is it going to be Darrell and janelle or is it going to be brad and jody or was it no Derek and um was it the other well,
1: it was well him and casey were the brain trust at that point mm-hmm. and they
2: um yeah they, they maneuvered things in that way There's it so just, just so many
1: great yeah just so many great storylines from that season too like the the battle between Nehemiah and Brad, and all that happened there. The Greek salad, the Greek. That's oh of course, Ayana. I, the that's, Ayana MVP. Uh, unbelievable performance from Ayana throughout
0: the entire
2: season. It's it's an excellent watch. Just it just that final hurt it for me, and I very get,
0: competitive throughout throughout. Right, yeah, so very competitive. Even, oh, yeah. even there, there there were a lot of good teams, right, and it was still competitive. The, it, at no point in time, it, well. There was a stretch kind of where it seemed like Brad and Jody were punching down on the rest of the people in the cast. But one of the it, biggest
2: it, joke the, jobs in challenge history, their pair. Right, they
0: ended up not winning that elimination. Was absolutely incredible where Brad and Jody went home. Uh, we that episode was really good because that was the episode where they really started to. Oh yeah, I can't even. We didn't even think about this, right? The episode where Darrell and Janelle beat Brad and Jody, Janelle's talking like she's going home. Like her mother. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She's like ready and to Darrell's like mad her. at her.
1: And then it's the same episode where Nehemiah and Belinda win and really like usurp the power chain that's currently in, involved in the
2: house. Mm-hmm. You have the Is biggest the screwing, where- the person who got screwed the most in challenge history being Kahuta on this season. His partner comes up pregnant and they send him home too. <laughs> So, I mean, all of, all of that in addition to the final, right? And I think once you know everything that
0: happened with the final, it just makes the season even more interesting, right? Like, it it's makes watching the
1: final like somewhat of a charade because it just doesn't matter. But yeah. It, it, yeah, I mean, it the people that won didn't finish it, like literally did not well, finish I, I, I feel I do feel kind of bad for them and that people like really take an axe of them. And I, I think it's with even the first day of that final, it's everyone says they got no instructions on the first day, that everyone was lost for the whole time. Like, I think it's very conceivable that MJ... What do you DNA mean the just... first day? You mean oh, the you first mean, Well, phase? it was only one the day first the, first oh, the first stage. The stage, oh, first
2: me. stage. Yeah.
1: Well, because ever, everyone talks about how they got, like, the map was wrong or whatever, and MJ and yeah. ended up at the wrong uh, stage for part of it, which is part, uh, probably played a lot into why they were so exhausted by the end of it. So, the the final is obviously very poorly designed, but it is interesting to discuss, at the very least.
2: So, I can't fault you. Yeah, I mean, it's a great season, especially this Men- a fantastic episode. Season. I mean, you cannot get any better than that Steve Mankey episode like when the challenge producers are watching that unfold they're just like fucking a somebody finally has figured out how to do this yeah you just got has the balls to go out
0: there and actually do it
2: we, we we need it like Ayana with the Greek
0: salad Ayana with telling everybody Sophia. the the Sophia confrontation right that that episode yeah, was really that, good whole, that whole bizarre thing I'm yeah. doing
2: you a favor you're going in <laughs> it's a gift against Joe yes. Sophia
0: it's it's i've never seen anything like that right where <laughs> her team loses some she is supposed to go in to elimination for her team because she is the team captain her team lost she is supposed to go in she, she cannot go in because she has the lifesaver because she won the previous mission right uh, or per, the, won the elimination. previous elimination. Won the elimination yeah she can she can she cannot go in and so there's no direction from TJ on how they will decide who will go, go in next. Right. He the logical, said, he said, the logical person, the logical thing that would happen is that everyone would vote. Right. Yeah, sure. Like it seems like she jumped ahead of that. Right. She, she didn't even give people the opportunity to say, let's vote. She goes, I'm going to pick Sophia. It's a gift, <laughs> you know, and like every, no one gets in her way because everyone's like, all right, hey, I don't want to pick my neck. I don't have to say a name, right? Yeah. It wasn't me. I don't have to say a name. Like, screw it. And, dude, it, one of my I, someone could convince me to put this number one. To be honest, that, that's how much I like
2: this season. Yeah.
0: Um, and it was really a breath of fresh air with everything else that we'd had to cover over this period of time.
2: Oh, uh, we're, I, we're, I only when we only hope all started- Spies, Lies, and Allies at the same time. It was like, fuck me. This show is so much better than Spies, Lies, and Allies.
0: At the time when I said Ranked, Spies, Lies, and Allies, the worst season of all time, uh, when it was like, what, what, two-thirds of the way through, it seemed comical, but now... Uh, hindsight, you like, i you were
2: correct. Like, final a Reckoning. A lot of validity to it. It was Move Final over. Reckoning for me, and then Spies, Lies, and Allies. We had Vendetta second to last, right? No, I move vendetta's up because no, oh, you, that, final reckoning is number 42 with a bullet, and then Spies, Lies, and Allies is at number 41.
1: I I, I disagree with
2: that. I, I the final not make-
1: Spies, Lies, and Allies is absolutely horrendous, like it, it's a disaster. Trace,
2: but I don't Trace's is gonna make an appearance here.
0: Let's yep. see it. How, how's uh, how's its ACL? How does its knee doing?
2: Oh, uh, Sadie, her knee, um, it's getting better. She's on a sedative, and you couldn't really tell, but the doctor said that uh, she um, won't be like. Hanging out with her tongue in her mouth, she'd just be calmer. And it's true, she hasn't barked in a long time. Mm. And she's just really chill. But her personality is still there. She still gets excited. She's she wants to run around. And I'm having to force her not to. Um, the doctor said put her in the crate. That does not work because the (laughs) anti-anxiety medication did not work. We would put her in the crate to try to keep her from doing stuff, and she would just sit there and shake and freak out. So yeah, um, so basically. I just kind of keep her glued to my side, and since I'm at home, sadly, ninety percent of my life these days, uh, I, she's, I just kind of hoard her around the house.
1: <laughs> yeah. We'll have one dogs episode of the show, or our dogs can just come on and uh, the, yeah. I don't know. But yeah, she'll, she'll be stuff. she'll
2: be eight in June. This dog literally saved nice. my life when we got her, so I love this. Love like this a good dog. Girl. Yeah, she's a good girl, aren't you? All right, so All right. Trace, you're Trace. number two. Oh, or to me? Oh, okay. Here's the shocker for y'all. This is probably the one that's going to be the hottest of hot takes of the whole I episode. Guess? Yeah, I want
0: to guess too. Okay, I think it's free agents. That's what I was
2: going to guess. And you would both be correct. There
1: we go. We know our man. There you we
2: do. It, I remember liking this season tremendously when it first aired, but this most recent rewatch, it reminded me of Gauntlet 3 in a lot of ways. The cast is having so much damn fun and it's super competitive. Like this season is so competitive. It's ridiculous. You get Bananas and Jordan going head to head. And it might be the best all around performance by a single challenger in the history of the show with Bananas here. He had to beat Jordan and CT in elimination. And then he had to beat Zach in a final. Like it, it. it well, Zach kind of beats himself in that final. He beats himself on the mountain, okay? regardless of that it is one of the most impressive victories because he couldn't hide behind evan and kenny he had to stand on his own and he came out the victor i mean he he nailed it and the fact that he beat ct in a puzzle a puzzle pyramid to get to the final just phenomenal and then laurel has some of the hot moments with devin where she's got her hit list and dev and devin's like <laughs> She is like, uh, Laurel scares me, and I'm very afraid of my life right now, of why I should not put Laurel into elimination. There's so many great moments. You've got the weird Kahuta johnny Riley-Nani love triangle. You've got the basketball game between CT and Teresa that is just hysterical. They played like strip horse. Yeah. yeah. No, it's strip one-on-one. They're playing one-on-one. Oh, one-on-one, but it was strip yeah. one-on-one. Every time someone lost a point, they'd had to strip. It was just so much fun. The house was phenomenal. The missions are great. It goes from pairs to big teams to pair uh, groups of four to, uh, you know, it just everything about this season, the format, even with the, the only uniforms. Thing, the uniforms <laughs> were great. The rugby style uniforms are incredible. The colors. Yes. Everything about this season is just so good. Every bit of it, and it's a great final, too. The timed it was the introduction of the timed finals, and it's by far the best structured of the timed final timed finals. So, there you go, free agents.
1: Uh, by the way, I, I really enjoy the free agents. I think the rivalries between Johnny and Jordan and Kara and the Lawyer are some of the best storylines the show has going for. I think Devin's great throughout the season, her commentary is hilarious throughout the wig all of it. funeral. Wig funeral is fantastic when Leroy, she, Leroy's playing her husband, tells her she can get another wig. Not on sale, not on sale. <laughs> it's there's a lot, a lot of great stuff there. Um, the only pushback I really have with Fridge is I actually don't like the format, I think it's too random. And like John, like Johnny really doesn't really do anything about this, he just kind of skates yeah. his way to the final because he doesn't have to go in just because he doesn't pick the kill card. Well, that's because the kill but card it's, that it's,
2: is the one, yeah, thing that made me consider dropping it further. But in the end, the kill card did not ruin the enjoyment of the season. It's just a flaw in a the format. It's
1: great I'd have it right behind. It, to me, Gauntlet that Gauntlet 2 and rivals was one right outside my top six. So I, I definitely would uh, – it was, it was very much in consideration. But I, I think that's the one flaw that brings it down for me. But there, there's, there's some great moments throughout uh, – uh, excuse me, free agents. There, there's a lot of great stuff there.
2: Yeah. So I love it. 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 It really did vault. It was in my top ten, I think. It was like number nine. And it's at number two now. Like it's a great season. Some people will hate it and I get it in terms of like you have it too high, but there are very few seasons where I watch every single episode and go, that was really good. That was really good. That was really good. Does anyone really, really free good. agents? I, I find a hard a hard time buying that people really dislike it. I think also I don't think people hate it. It's just hard to follow because it it, it's I probably in hindsight should have swapped Rivals 2 and free agents in my rankings. Because as we were talking about Rivals 2 just now, I'm like, yeah, you know what? Rivals 2 really might be the second best season of all time. And this one would be three, but I'm going to hold it at two. Like, I just, it's fun. I love it. Like The, the
1: four episode arc of for Johnny and Jordan that starts with the episode, um, the episode where Jordan puts Johnny in against Isaac and falls in. And <laughs> Which is hilarious
2: because Bananas just smokes him.
1: Yeah, and then he screams at him, um, "You're not going to be missing just a hand. A hand you're not going to tear your freaking head off." Uh, <laughs> that is starting the rivalry. There, there's, there's, it, it's a great set of episodes.
0: Yeah, it's good stuff. Yeah, this is this is pretty much everything that I said about uh, X's or rival. Well, I don't even remember pretty well, much how probably. I feel about X's two, and I guess Rivals two and Fresh I just
2: need to rewatch them.
0: I've I haven't seen. Well, I mean, I'd love Fresh Meat too when it happened at the time. But for Free Agents, I mean, I remember liking it a lot, you know, but it's just been a long time since I saw it. I haven't seen it since since then.
2: And it and- also comes in an era where they had several banger seasons. Like, you had Rivals 1. At the time, we thought X's 1 was a banger season. In hindsight, not so much. It was just such an interesting new format that it was like, oh, they're doing Battle of the X's? Holy shit. In the- hindsight, it's eh. But yeah, it is what it is. I just,
0: re- I just remember kind of from free agents, that's kind of like around the time when I thought the show started to take itself too ser- a little too seriously, when it started to trend, trend in that direction. But I could be wrong about that if I went back and watched it now. I feel like it's, I mean, the, like, 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 like I said, f- it's
2: the last fun season. The cast parties their ass off the whole season. I,
1: th- I think they're having some fun on Bloodlines. I think that's
2: all they're doing for part of it,
1: which is kind of the problem. Yeah. So I also right.
2: liked the location. The location for free agent. It's a great house. It's a it great, a great house. house. It's probably yeah. one of the top six chapters. I do houses.
1: think when you go back when you watch some of these seasons, the one thing that I think somewhat to, like I think the music choices and some of that stuff from back then Oh my god, stand. this
2: was the era of dubstep. Yeah, that that, that, was that I know is bad.
1: If we could like just in some like even the more recent seasons, their music that they use, I think is so much better
2: than the oh, I agree. The spectrum. dubstep we- series is just terrible.
0: We should have we should have brought that up as another mark for All Stars 2, right? The music selection yeah. All Stars 2 yeah. is off the charts. Yes. When did the music really improve? I wonder if we
2: traced that back. I mean, it was it used to be really good, right? Early on. Yeah, and then they went and to generic. They went to generic because the, the production couldn't afford better music again for a while.
1: It, it's definitely generic from like i don't think they do a bad job in rivals one but it's definitely a more generic it's, it's on around movie. the
2: gauntlet three time frame you could tell the budget
1: for the yeah. show went
2: down and then
1: i think it picks up
2: picks back up again probably does invasion have good music i'm trying to remember now. no it really no. wasn't until Dirty 30 maybe no i wouldn't even say dirty 30 the music started getting better honestly on total madness no, War World of the Worlds 1 and War World of those 2 have great music selection. I see. I, mean, I don't remember. Card. I just don't World remember. War of the Worlds 2,
1: you've got like Fortunate Son playing on yeah. the opening. Okay. War World of the Worlds 1, you've got a bunch of like great metal tracks as they're like,
2: walking elimination.
0: That's true. They
2: had Downfall of Us All was in some of that. Yeah. No, yeah. That was good. I just remember Total Madness, the the um, the Offspring song during Baron Caleb. Well, that is just like one. to that's me, one. that to me was the signal when the music got really good. Because Double Agents, as mediocre of a season as it is, some of the music selections on it are bangers. Like, I I think they've had great music the past couple of seasons. Eye of the Tiger when CT's training Big T is hilarious. There's some really good stuff.
1: Yeah, I think that they, the I I, I, I if I had to guess, it's probably like Final Reckoning is when they really upped the music game. But I have to go, or actually Vendetta's, because I remember from Vendetta's, like you get like basket case when Marie gets stuck in that basket in her elimination against Kayla. They have a couple if, there too.
0: Rob, if I would have given you, uh, a line on Big T or Tom Brady coming out of retirement first, who would you have taken? <laughs> That's a good question.
2: Probably Brady. I fully expected Brady to come out of retirement. I just expected it to be in like June. I feel like
1: with Brady, because I think it's because Brady can just say he wants to unretire and it's very easy for them to make that happen. Big T And almost any team would happily sign him. I, yeah i obviously can you imagine
2: if our, our commanders had a, a brady now instead of not Carson our White? commanders your commanders i have officially declared my free agency we've discussed this i'm done tracy's a bronco fan now rob no right now i'm a free agent i'm i i've kind of had the ravens as a secondary team for a while but i'm not quite ready to get you into should a new just relationship. pick any team i just should have just it, pick a new one i'm like, not ready for a new relationship no right actually
0: now. i take that back you got to stick with them you I know to like play the you gotta field you got to stick
2: with them
1: so if you're saying the new car about this i'm gonna stay a
2: free agent and see what happens with ownership if dan snyder ever gets forced out I, i i tend to believe that a new i i i don't hate the name but i also don't love it if it was different ownership and different people making decisions i would be reopened to you know going out for coffee and seeing if it changed
1: Okay, so you would, you're saying the Carson Wentz jersey I bought you uh, I cannot send to. Oh no,
2: God! That's Dude, just like, so. That is such a Snyder move. Like it's so the, fucking dumb. It's the worst
0: trade since the David Johnson Hopkins trade,
2: right? It's terrible. It's a
0: disaster. It's a disaster. We we can't get. We, we'll talk about this for half an hour.
2: So yeah, we, we can't it's get terrible. Got, it's the worst.
1: Wait. We've got our number two in one season
2: still to go. So they literally lost that. the Russell Wilson sweepstakes because he wouldn't waive his no trade clause like to we, go to Washington. It, they're, they're a disaster. They're, they're, and yeah, that that Bob. Carson Wentz is their only other choice, and that's shit. Rob, your number two season. All
1: right, my number two season is the duel.
2: I so, think it's okay. you're, it moved down from number one for you, didn't
1: it? It moved down one spot from the so World of the season.
2: Worlds is number one for Rob. Okay.
1: Well, we'll get there later, yes.
2: Uh, but yeah, <laughs> Wait, I, for so the duel... Def- it fell so far on my list.
1: I, I just think it has so many great storylines. I mean, there's so many of the best big characters on the show that have their breakout and some of their best performances on the duel. You've got obviously the CTDM storyline, which many would argue is like the most prominent storyline from that era of seasons that starts on the duel. You have Beth and Osa- Beth against the Drama Mafia, which is one of my favorite plot, uh, beginning season plot lines uh, from a long time with the show. You have Wes and all the stuff he's up to, kind of like rallying his rebel group against that uh, bigger alliance. You have Svetlana, which she's doing on that season is really interesting to me. Um, there's, there's just a lot there that I, I find very compelling with the duel.
0: So what we said about Call It Three and The Island also applies to this season, where if you want to listen to, like, an extended version of, of how we feel about The Island, The Duel, call it 3, you can go listen to, like... I don't house, think we house, argue about The Duel as house. much
2: as those two. No, I mean, I we've, we've talked about like, it. I'm, I think our... We, I, I think for Devin and I, it just has fallen over time.
0: It's just, like, I feel like there's not a lot going on.
2: It, I, I think I, I, that's I crazy to me. with the exception, It's just, like, a lot of... Go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. With the exception of the pole wrestle between Derek and Wes and the Beth-Svetlana situation and the Brad-CT situation, arguably some of the worst eliminations in the challenge history for something called the duel. I can, I can't should have been the name of it because screw that freaking elimination, okay? It sucks. It's a terrible idea. And if you're going to do an I can, you can't change the – the the units of what you're doing like bananas gets watermelons and somebody else got coconuts somebody else got
1: <laughs> they just whatever they had lying
2: around it, it just was terrible like that's awful i will say this the duel has some of the best dailies for that like the the roller derby one's great um there's just there's a lot of great moments uh, like the, the swimming
1: one where they go into the chest is great the one where they have to like pick out the ice I think that one's really interesting to watch though when they have to eat all the food in the different
2: teams and they like run that through. was really funny where Evan and really CT fun. were having a food fight while <laughs> doing it that was pretty funny um, yeah I mean it's a great season but the eliminations suck I think the, I don't think the eliminations suck I think the I can is bad I think the
1: rest
0: of the eliminations. So that's the thing, Rob. I don't think it's like bad, yeah. you know. Like, and if I have communicated that at any point in time, like I don't think it's like, I take it back if I have, but like I don't think it's like bad. Like some seasons are. It's just kind of like, you know, they're, uh, like like some, like kind of like middle of the road. Like some seasons are. I, I don't know. I would have to actually look exactly yeah. where I ranked it. Here, Put I'll it for you fifteen, right
2: now. okay? Like, yeah, that's you- about
0: where it is. Like I have it right next to free agents. You know, the first inferno. Uh, like dirty 30 kind of like in that range, kind of like middle of the road. like like probably like like late teens somewhere around there.
2: So I, I, like I, I'm with Devin. It's not a bad season. There's some amazing stories. You've got some really great moments, but it's also got a lot of glaring problems. I don't think
1: I think the I can is. A, I agree with you that it is a problem. I think it's a bad elimination. but that still only affects a couple episodes. And it actually does produce some great moments. Like I, I think uh watching DM it's a very cathartic moment when she struggles with it. Like Anissa and Lana have a very interesting elimination when they, Anissa gets eliminated there. Like I still think it produces, like at the Johnny Tyler thing at the beginning. Like there's still produces good
0: moments even if it's a bad elimination. The uh, flag being held down by Velcro uh, yeah. multiple times <laughs> in that mission. Like that's absurd. Uh I think that kind of, like, adds to the season, to be honest. Like, I don't I, I don't think that's, like, a, a detraction. Well, is, at least there's know. some great fights, like, when you have Wes and CTA screaming at each other or, like, the entire rest of the house over their moon celebrating when Svetlana beats Beth. Dude, so, like, the first time that that happens, right, when Beth DQs and, like, rips the flag off instead of unhooking it, right, the producers didn't fucking, like, make sure to, like, go over and, like, check the, the next time to make sure that this was going to be okay? Like, what the fuck? Yep. Um, okay. So, all right, take a break. My number two season, and I would imagine it is higher on, potentially higher, rivals one the okay. so higher on faces
2: list it's my number one i know it's so not talking number one so we're talking about it go for it uh
0: so i think there's literally nothing wrong with the season right uh i had watched um when i was back in colorado uh within the last few months i had a friend who had never seen it and the topic came up of what season should I show them? And I think I texted the two of you about that because they, they have seen recent seasons, right? They okay. I think they started to watch around War of the Worlds 2 mm-hmm. and just miraculously have somehow stuck with it. Uh, I'm not really <laughs> entirely sure why. Uh, that's almost <laughs> as bad as Rob... Uh, starting with starting Bloodlines. Yeah, and, and continuing continue to watch with it. But we turned on Rivals and... Watch the first couple of episodes, and I forgot how good it is. Right, even when they initially come out, and TJ's there because this was the season when they weren't sure if TJ was actually going to be able to host it. Because in between, and get, in
1: between Cutter and her, her Rivals, he sustained a pretty bad head injury.
0: Yeah, he was legitimately in a coma. He comes out; they all start to cheer, and there is like palpable, like energy about what they're about to do with the format, right? They pair people together that legitimately do not like each other, right? Adam and CT, Kenny and Wes. Just stop right there.
2: Just stop right there. Think about that for a second. With what we're covering right now in the golden era of the challenge, they paired up Kenny and Wes and CT and Adam. You're already on a good place right there. We get arguably one of the best eliminations of all time i think we
0: all had did we all have it the second best elimination of all time uh did i have it It was either
2: number two or number one for me i think it was number two i think i put the original pole wrestle number one and i then put Jericho Quest
1: number one i remember that
2: and then potentially w- one of the best moments of all
0: time yes. right uh what else
2: uh great dailies like just really oh, just see, i don't like them that's one of my
0: pushbacks
1: on I, season. i think that a lot of the missions they kind of work independently, and a lot of them they actually have one cast member do something. Like when Wes and Kenny are like climbing up the ladder, and it's just Kenny hanging off the helicopter, or um, when they're doing the one where like you have to dive into the person and swim with them. Where where uh, Evan uh, is, is saying which way to the jungle as Nehemiah is like hanging up on the thing.
0: Yeah, there's real stakes for losing the dailies right are not performing yeah. performing yeah, well thing, right too. which is something that we've we've come to know in recent seasons how important that can actually be the worst I political the cap-
2: speech of all time with robin trying to convince people not to throw her in a knee worse airplane. than generally
1: with the Airflings.
2: that was just terribly pathetic this was like her being serious trying to get out of elimination and with every word that came out of her mouth they just were more convinced they were voting them in
1: Yeah, I I think CT on Rivals is... Like, is that the best character season somebody has? Like, in terms of just the character they were on that over that season? I, I think that's very much a contention for number one.
2: Because you got remnants of the hothead CT, but you also got the CEO CT, where he'd be drinking his coffee and reading the newspaper. You had him and he tried really hard to repair what happened between him and adam and you could tell ct actually was sorry and it began the ct redemptive arc storyline that played out for a decade
0: you also so him and laurel have a relationship that season which i feel like i completely forget about at times and i feel like most of the challenge community well i don't know i, I won't speak for them it's, I, it's I definitely easy to forget dumb.
2: About. you I don't think forget that- about that no i remember him going through mandy and
0: laurel that
1: season is very much in my memory
2: and the fact that ct's turn off to mandy was when she wanted him to choke her (laughs) and she's like standing there with these like bambi doe eyes as she says it and it's just like well hell and then mandy goes into uh the boys room and she's like freaking out like i swear i didn't have sex with ct and blah, blah 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 and like bananas is behind her like just go mocking her. It's one of the funniest things. And then not five minutes after she says she swears up and down. She didn't have sex with CT. She goes and have sex with Wes.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. Cause her like literally was 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 in his bed
2: five minutes later.
0: (laughs) I'm really excited for us to cover this one. Uh, yeah,
1: it is. Rivals has some amazing moments. I think they're doing a great job editing that season, the way they play off just like the, the CT West fight, how they play off that dynamic, how they play up the element. The CT uh, Adam, Johnny Tower elimination, of course, is fantastic. For me, I I don't find the female side of the house that interesting. A lot of it's like Laurel and Kara and their feuds with some of the other characters on the female side, so that that drags a little bit down. Um, and I also find it's kind of choppy how the narrative goes. There's not much. There's really no political drama. It's just whoever whoever Wes and Kenny want to go in, it's going to go in. pretty much at any point throughout the season. So, so uh, those, those are kind of a problem to me. But that, that's about it
0: in terms of issues. So when I watched the first couple of episodes with my friend and his wife, one of the comments that he made was that there's, there's nothing really that's like wasted, right? Everything is quick. It matters. It flows together really well. There aren't a lot of just things that just like, who cares? Right. It, it, it's mm-hmm. it at it, no point in time. Do I remember it be, being boring? Right. Um, which we won't get into, but uh, yeah, I love it. I, I love this season. I'm excited for us to cover it. Uh, I think I, I, I don't. I don't think there was ever really a conversation of me like not really having it in this range. Um, yeah. I think what, would would this be the public number one? What do you think the no, public? number When well, we did the, the public,
1: when we do the, no, the public list, this and the duel are always back and forth for number
0: one. Those are the top two in pretty much any public I, list. I know, but that w- when we do a poll, that's kind of like it was on Reddit like, too. It was like well, a thousand I've done, I've, whenever people. whenever I've done a
1: poll, it's always the duel and the uh, rivals that come out at the top two. That's just always- I know, that no, but
0: day. that's still. That's still a pretty small sample, but like, I mean, if well, how were, else are we going to uh, pull people on Reddit? Like, have they done it? That's on
1: Reddit? what we did. Like, yeah, that's, that's
2: what literally did. what we did oh, really? when we did oh, our I top six like, seasons. We uh, literally put a thing on Reddit, yeah. and we got like twelve hundred responses. Oh, wait, like, like would you you, would was, you
1: prefer the Reddit audience or the challenge, Twitter, and who they reach? That Ugh. was. That was four
2: years ago, though. Like, I wonder yeah. what it would be now. Because no, that, nowadays, would, nowadays World World people World would say World. that um, they would probably say World of Worlds 1 or 2 is the best season because the Challenge No, they wouldn't say now, World of Worlds 2.
1: They definitely wouldn't say that. I don't think they would say World of Worlds 1 is number one either. I think they would World the World of Worlds.
2: No, I, the Challenge subreddit has become... I'm it up right now. And, and I know some of the mods listen to our show, y'all do a phenomenal job, but it's Agreed. the same thing that happens on Reddit. When a sub gets too big the low effort posts are all that's at the top it's bullshit for most of well, the stuff well, I, I i really i
1: really think if they did any sort of vote that it would not be one of the recent seasons i feel pretty confident about
2: that i just feel I, like I the majority the majority vote. of the voters the majority of the people that post on everything on that subreddit now worship at the ground that the lavender ladies walk
1: I I, don't, see, I disagree a lot with that. I think you see that because you don't like that. And you, when you see posts that you like, they go past your memory.
2: You're absolutely right. I downvote every single one of yeah, them. Yeah, exactly.
1: So that's, a, <laughs> that's, a, that's, a, that's why that happens. It's because that attracts your attention.
2: Whereas the things that agree with you don't. And the fact that CT. That and they just there's a lot of poll- low effort memes. Like it's just like it's the same thing that every subreddit goes through. I, I, I just, yeah,
1: I think any sort of public polling, th- those are t- tend to be the two that come up
2: towards top. It's yeah. always the rivals and duel. And
1: sometimes they'll see a, a surprise nominee, yeah. But those two are very consistently yeah. at the top.
2: And the thing too is is like there's only two teams on the entire season that are just outright duds. I mean, Tyree and Davis. I mean, do you just want them to go home that badly? Did you? Could you not find a better set of rivals to go on this show? But no offense to Tyree and Davis, but like, y'all were dead. Someone's got show right? Someone right, to there be canceled, right? Right, but there were some other people they could have had on. You could have had Abe and anybody. You could have had several other people.
0: We've talked about that before,
2: like that, and we I think we all agree that that's
0: what we we would do if we were in charge of casting. Every single person on the cast should fall into one of two buckets or both they need to be have a legitimate chance to win the season or they need to be next level character perspective like dan runs or ayana but i I think go ahead
2: the only thing that's great about the tyree thing is it gave us one of the funniest moments in the history of show with his and jasmine's hookup like if he's not on the season we do not get to experience that amazing moment like it's just it's awesome well
1: it's also like if they're not there like i mean maybe kenny and west go home episode two because they actually get a decent opponent in that's also
2: mission. true there's a lot kenny and kenny really sucked on this thing until he, the he final was, he
1: was a bad bat for this for first couple uh, episodes
2: i think even he even said at one point it's like being partnered with him is sucking away my mojo and so like when they finally win a mission towards the end they're like he found kenny's mojo yeah it's
1: back Well, the one number they mentioned they won is when they just hang Kenny up on the thing and then Wes just asked. Yeah, and Wes
2: literally did all the work.
1: (laughs) Yeah, he doesn't have to do anything.
2: So, yeah, it's just, it's also, and, and I've talked about this before in the past, so I will make it as brief as possible. If Rivals wasn't successful, the show was getting canceled, period. This was its last chance. And it delivered some of the best ratings that show had seen in years and it bought it Battle of the X's. Battle the X's ratings went up a little higher than Rivals and that got them battle of the seasons. And then they got renewed for free agents. And then they eventually got all the way to bloodlines where they finally started getting multi-season renewals again. So if Rivals wasn't good, the show was done. Like it was done, done at that point. And it also honestly kept the real world on life support because in order to keep feeding the challenge at the time, they were still only feeding people from the real world as rookies. So if there was no real world, they had no rookies. So it kept the real world going too. So you also had the introduction of the first ever location change, the first ever two-day final, which until we got to World of Worlds one, is still the hardest final they've ever done. So just so much on this season that's important. It's as Devin's friend, as he quoted him, no time is wasted. It's a great season. If you've never seen it, can you even call yourself a challenge fan? Go watch it.
1: Rob, your number one of okay. So my number one is a uh, world of the world's one. I, I went back and forth a little bit on what to do with this in the duel, but I ended up with War of the Worlds one, number one.
2: It's finally in my queue to rewatch it. Like it's sitting there. I have nothing else in front of it. It's going to happen soon. Um, I remember liking the season when it aired, I thought the cast you got the influx of the UK people that have been really good TV bears performance and entry into the challenge world Polly is really breaking into his own as a character, so I can't fault it, but I also can't give an informed opinion on it because I haven't watched it since it aired so. Uh, when, when i down. go
1: back and i think about episodes that i want to rewatch or moments that i want to rewatch so many of them to me come from this season more, more than any other, them which is probably of why i ended up putting it up here you have the hunter um how Hell, the hellraiser episode where you have johnny with the um not today satan like his little uh, i think he does it with, to amanda you have then that's the same episode where zach uh where amanda t- tells everyone that zach was on bumble after they got eliminated with him and his relationship with jenna then you have Hunter calling out Ashley in elimination. You have that outstanding episode. You have um, the Poly purge that people forget about, which to me, that's extremely engrossing TV when he gets purged out of the game after. Man, that well, was, was brutal. So,
2: that was a brutal loss, too. He, like, he was, was really bad. good throughout
1: that season. Like, I mean, he was performing at a at top tier level um, throughout, throughout most of that season. And then to go out the way he did was very engrossing to watch. Yeah, of course, what I think is by far the most interesting final to watch. It's easily the hardest final they've ever done. Mm-hmm. It's basically over two episodes and there's not a moment during it where I'm like, oh, I, I finding this part of it boring.
2: It's the first um, time they've ever given the whole cast IVs. That's how bad it yeah, was. Yeah,
1: like, and it's very clearly like they have that elimination after the first day where um, Hunter and Ninja are just like holding the tires, like walking behind the trucks. Like, what even is this? And it's very clearly like they were going to be like riding those things. Like as the truck was going 70 miles per hour or whatever it was. And they're like, dude, we're going to kill somebody if we do that. Like we, we can't have this thing be an actual elimination at this point. Oh, you have the two episodes, you have the one episode where um, Wes finds out that Bear was trying to hook up with Nani, and then he tells Georgia, and then that whole situation goes haywire. And then the other episode where Georgia listens in on Bear talking on the phone to his girlfriend from back home, and he claims it was his cousin uh, that he was talking to on the phone.
2: And she bought it.
1: (laughs) She did not buy it. She she throws the water at him uh but yeah there's there's just so many episodes to me throughout that season that are uh, amazing TV. so uh, that's only number one for me
0: yeah i'm gonna go back and watch it again I, and this one is still pretty recent and when i watch it, i remember thinking it was good but i don't trace where did you have this ranked
2: it was in the 20 it was early like a 17 18 somewhere in there but again it's just because i have only seen it the one time so I don't have Rob's recollection of it. Like, it, it really is probably a season that will vault higher when on the rewatch. Original
1: cut, too, by the way.
2: Make sure you, if you can find yeah, it, watch the original
1: cut of the still season, not the Paramount Plus version. They added around a lot of stuff in the Paramount Plus version.
0: Yeah, I have so the, this is, the versions that aired. So these are my seasons 7 through 12. Inferno 2, Duel 2, Gauntlet 2, Cutthroat, War of the Worlds 2, or War of the Worlds, War of the Worlds 2, in that order
1: okay that makes sense to me so i mean
0: i i I like it i definitely want to go watch it again bear for me is one of the best characters that they've ever had on the show and i think that first season i he he's kind of one of those characters where he takes a little bit to grow on you right Mm -hmm. or at least you have to understand what he
1: is right
0: yeah and once you do and you can like You understand what he's trying to do he becomes a more enjoyable character Mm -hmm. he's just he's just the biggest slimeball they've ever had on the show right he's out there like acting you know like
1: he's like like, when he's like when he's in the confessional and he's talking about how he like he know he's lying to George and he's like lying is always the best policy and just talking good uh clearly misrepresenting the situation that's been happening with the two of them. Like I for me, the rivalry between Wes and Bear with Hunter and Georgia kind of like caught in between and then their pairing really being pulled apart and put back together again throughout that season. That's as entertaining TV as I can
0: get for me, which mm-hmm. between those two. Yep. When remember when Bear they're playing cards and Bear just comes yeah, and runs he on he his- it at the table
1: <laughs> and then he gets he blames Cam. He's the like, Cam, you <gasps> trim mage. It. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's, that's such a weird move right to just dive into the table like yeah. you know anyone who well, would dude, do that dude dude he's like his mindset that like, you have to like think about his mindset it's like he's like thinking to myself all right what can i do right now to make like the most entertaining tv possible? No, possible. yeah like, obviously yeah like that that's like he doesn't like if cameras aren't around he's not doing that you know i, I don't um, know about that i really don't He's still a scumbag did, so, in real life. Like that's the like, thing. I don't know how much of this life exists when there's not cameras around. Rob, well, what I was gonna ask you is so did he did Georgia and him know each other going into the season? They did. Okay. The whole British
1: crew knows each other. They they all they're all in like the same circle. They all know each what other. What was his original show? Uh, uh, shipwrecked. It's like British Survivor.
2: Really? I kind I mean, of. I, I don't know enough about it, but that was his original. I feel show. like I want to go back and watch it just because I think he's such a, he's a scumbag in real life. Don't get me wrong. I don't want to condone what he's done in his real life, but from a television standpoint, I would like to go back and. Oh, well, and that. like a lot of that's where like Big T came from. That's
1: where uh, Live Joando came from. Like a lot of the British people come from that show.
2: I mean, we can't forget Liv Jawando. <laughs> I, I didn't Liv even Jowanda. remember she was on the show. So there you go. <laughs> well, she broke her arm, right, when Toy like threw her off the truck. If you say so, I don't remember.
0: She was on. She was on two seasons, right? She was on. No, World she State. was on
1: Double Agents. She was supposed. To, she was maybe going to be on Spotless and Alice, but there was an alternate.
0: She was supposed to be great so. TV, and probably she got a bunch of st-
1: storylines cut from Double Agents because she was like, "Well, she was hooking up with Michi, and then they decided not to air." it, But. Anyways, yeah, I think this is a, I think it's a fantastic season. Obviously, I recommend anybody go back when you watch it, find the original cut if you can. But like I, like I feel like people remember this season for Paulie and Kyle, and that's really interesting. But beyond that, there's still so many other interesting things going on. Like
2: Turbo and Ninja. I remember I was it was there. the, I remember it being the West Renaissance because he had not been as dominant yeah. of a force in the show for a while. Like he was off the show right from rivals, he hadn't 3 been off Rivals this. 3 so like Wes returned and he made the final and he didn't just win like get to the final like he played a great political game and surrounded himself with the right allies and made the final and so like to me i remember when i watched it live as the west comeback like Wes is a force in the game again thank god
0: um like Uh, i kind of remember i kind of remember uh at the beginning of World of the Worlds Two, or at partway through World of the Worlds Two, a lot of the people that World of the Worlds One was their first season, they go into World of the Worlds Two, and a lot of like the more old school vets are on that season, and they kind of come to experience what the challenges actually like. Yes, <laughs> right. <laughs> and it's like they immediately just kind of like see how like twisted it could be. Because I feel like War of the Worlds One isn't really like that, from what I remember, right? War of the Worlds Two is a very dark season. Like, there's like War of the Worlds One. There's definitely rivalries and
1: stuff, but there's other vitriol. There's yeah, it World felt of the like 2. in World
2: of Worlds Two, there was everyone one hated, one. hated each other, and Kara is, was yeah. like a big ball of just gloom and doom the whole
1: time. I, always have a hard time with War of the Worlds Two because I think it produces some amazing moments, but I also kind of blame it for the state the show's in now. The so it, it's a, it's that, a weird paradox. That's,
0: Best episode of all time. I think we can definitively say that at this point. Well, we haven't ranked all of them yet. Definitely. We haven't
2: ranked them all yet, but top it's up there. The it's if it's not top three, then there's a real. What problem. are the
0: chances you think you'll put something above that eventually? I feel like we would. I would at least be able to think of it like off the top of my head, right? I don't know that you would. What get? Wait, let's fucking. Well, you didn't remember know? the X's two episode. So, I see I that's
2: the problem episode. is there's not very many episodes where from start to finish you're just like well shit this is just a full out ass-kicking banger see, like,
0: I we, when we that.
2: when we went through that
0: uh best episode ever for benedict world there was some stuff that we were like we didn't even talk about that and that was incredible you know
2: that we just had kind of had to like, yeah, but, like, I feel like we
1: could do that with a lot of those.
2: is it also it's easily the best 90 minute episode they ever did too like there was not a minute well they there. haven't done that
1: many of those
2: I know that's what like he's a, saying. Yeah, okay, sure. But it's but like basically a, it's just like
1: compared to Total Madness and in
0: the past two seasons. Like, it's not a deck group. Yeah. There's just been a I lot mean, of should,
2: episodes in that,
0: that we, range. We, like, let's do one that you think has a chance to go ahead of that. Like, let's, like, like, like find one that oh, you okay. think, I'd, like, go ahead. I want to play game your interests or the, the public at large? My my interest. Like, find one that you think, All like, right, I, I would, one like, one legitimately consider making that. I'll play, matchmaker for, I'll
1: play a matchmaker for Devin then. Oh, but yeah, I, I
0: think World of the 1 is outstanding. Like, go watch it, people. Okay. My number one season. Uh, the same one from last time, because I remember what yours was last time. I am leaving the number one spot vacated. Uh, <laughs> it, so in the same vein, uh, essentially uh, what happened the USC National Championship and Re- Re- Reggie Bush Heisman was uh, redacted. Uh, I am leaving it vacated for the number one spot. So if you're someone who is of the belief that uh, you cannot rank the ruins um, and there is no, uh, because of all of the conscious controversy that surrounds it, um, it's just something that you, you cannot do, which I, I think at this point, uh, I probably am one of those people. And that's kind of why I've decided to do make this decision Uh, you cannot rank it i i think i'm of that belief but at the same time i think there should be some acknowledgement of what it is and that's another reason why that fed into me doing this we're in the middle of doing it for the chronicles right we've gone through episode six and i know that MPH has told this to me. I think both of you have told this to me that it, it slows down at some point. But through episode six, where we are, holy fuck! Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, the the first two episodes, each of them could be best, best episodes episode of all ever. time. Yeah, back, back to back, right? We, I, I think because when we had initially done these rankings probably close to four years ago, it had been a long time since I had seen the ruins, and when we went back and started to cover this a while ago for the chronicles i couldn't believe like how much i had forgotten actually happens in those first two episodes Mm -hmm. it's just boom 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 like doesn't stop the entire time and i know that we're going supposedly going to get to a point where it does slow down but even through episode six where we are right now like is there a better six episode stretch if if you say yes but i have different interests than you do So I think, like, and we definitely need to state this, and this is the reason why I have decided to leave the number one spot vacated. Like, everything with Tanya is, like, absolutely fucking terrible.
2: It is. It's it's worse even in hindsight. Like, it was bad when it aired. It was bad when I rewatched it. Now having a daughter, it's fucking atrocious. Yeah. So...
0: Yeah, I, I Yeah, I mean I don't, I don't really what we're doing it for the chronicles right now. So I mean every everything that we would be able to say, like you could go back and listen to
2: Literally if you're a patreon uh, you can listen to our three recaps on these first six episodes and we deep dive the hell out of this thing from and we literally were raving like maniacs over episodes 1 and 2. So if you want the full I mean, unfiltered opinion on that, go listen to those shows cuz they're there. Everything
0: between Wes and the Dominant Alliance, right? Between Jek. Evelyn uh, deciding to throw the mission. Evelyn in the first couple couple of episodes is great while she's there. This moment uh, where
2: Wes goes home, Kenny's lovely face and his reaction to Wes going home, it just it's great.
0: Shavon, si- like the moment where Siobhan Shavon <laughs> in the very beginning. We we get Danny Jameson. Uh, what else can you say? Uh, and he's one of the big his...
2: captains. He's a leader of the team. Yeah, he's in the leaders. He and Brad are the co-leaders of the team. <laughs>
0: Everything with uh, Joanna and West, right? I mean, there's that whole like where Joanna threatens to sell their house
1: and not give West West any of the money.
2: Yep.
0: Uh, I forgot, kind of all of the dynamics with Veronica and her team uh, towards uh, episode six, where we are right now, uh, where she. Well, I mean, there's the whole moment uh, right where there's this split vote on the veterans team and they can't decide who to who who to throw into the the mission and they tj brings the remaining members of the veteran alliance into the area to split the tie essentially he does not allow them to talk to the people that have currently voted and he pretty much goes cyrus you're voting right now can't talk to anyone He throws and out Cyrus a he Looks name. like he'd been shot. <laughs> <laughs> Cyrus was like, "I've I've been briefed. uh th- This was not sp- supposed to be my decision. I'm trying to keep my head uh, down
2: to not go in here. What are you talking? What are you doing this to me for, TJ? <laughs> yeah. So I mean, the Evelyn blindside, where they vote in Evelyn to go against Kellyanne, is freaking brilliant too. Like just the contention I don't know if it's brilliant. Fight. I think it's good TV.
0: We've talked about it. it's completely unnecessary. Yeah, completely it was
2: it was setting a bomb off that could have just been ignored.
0: But, <laughs> I think it's a really
1: dumb move because like if she doesn't if she decides to win, then like she
0: she all of a sudden you've made the best be or team another West basically yeah. you have to deal with. Yeah. It, it was we, we talked we said this at the time it's a russell hans move uh-huh. you know yeah like, it, it's like yeah. It,
2: it's unnecessarily cruel <laughs> i'm gonna burn the camp down just because i can <laughs> yeah yeah it's
1: sort of like in um cow wrong when uh remember when scott. I think was, when
0: scott like is just like dumping it uh, and kyle water Jason. on the fire yeah <laughs> when
1: just dumping a water on the
0: fire every time it's surprising that stuff like that doesn't happen more on survivor to be honest people just doing chicanery <laughs>
2: I, if I, I, think I ever went on Survivor, like... I know I would never win. So I would just find ways to be entertaining if I ever was on Survivor. Well,
1: but Yeah, that's the whole point, though. You yeah, have people to vote for you at the end. Like, what's the, like, if you're throwing
2: water on their fire, what are you doing? You're getting asked back for another season yeah, of their they, paycheck. I don't, I don't know about that. Uh, that's what they've done. Even friggin' Philip got invited back. Like, the more bizarre you are and the more memorable you are, you get a callback. The water on the fire has been done before now, though. It's, it's, it's happened a couple times. Pouring the rice out.
0: The pouring the rice. Well, out that's, that's a different. That's a
1: whole different thing. That that's a fantastic TV moment. If nobody, if people have not seen the Robert Cargill, please just watch until when chitia
0: pours uh, the, that that scene. It, it's unbelievable. That, that opening first few episodes is incredible, right? From the Cagallion. the brain the brains tribe on uh, go wrong. I mean, Cargill is just been a fantastic season of TV, right? When Arhap did the rankings of top seasons of all time, where was that? Was that
1: number uh, one, or what was number no, one? I think no, Heroes, Heroes
2: Villains villain was number one, as it should
0: yeah.
1: be. I think wins
0: better. Um, I'm gonna look this up while we finish this. So, cl- closing thoughts on this. Um, like, what, what do we have to say? We've talked about this for. I think your ranking right. of the
1: ruins it makes a lot of sense. I, I understand what you did with that. It'll be interesting to see if a new season comes out that can start it based on Devin's thoughts of the previous yeah. couple of seasons. I think maybe one of these All-Stars can can really come up with it.
2: Yeah. Maybe All-Stars and, 3 will be a new emergency. I, in these everything reasons, I've heard about All-Stars 3 is that it's a banger. We'll see if that happens. I was told that Spies, Lies, and Allies was going to be a banger, and it wasn't so you know ct gaslit me because he knew he was winning ct lied to trace like he lied to everyone else he didn't lie to me you know (laughs) what ct did he said hey man this upcoming season is going to be great and then he winked at me and that was my (laughs) cue where i was like you fucking won you fucking won again it's
0: it's Uh, it's unbelievable they let that happen dude it's insane like like steve just put steve minky on this season dude yes. like like anybody like
1: what do they do like like there's the one episode where Tori's like should we vote in ct like are we idiots for not doing that and they're like oh i do be fine yeah you like, are idiots for
2: not voting in ct it's one of the dumbest moves of all time you had how many opportunities to vote him in and you were like "Nah." and nah. you could pair him
1: with anybody you could have put him with Bettina, and then he like what's he gonna do
0: Rob, you put that is one of your. It's my number. Like, it's my number reason. one. My number one dumbest. I, yeah, I think it's life. a very like defensible number one. It, it is you know, a defensible like, it, number it one. Makes to me no the
1: thing is with sense. that is not only is it so clear what's going to happen if he makes it to the end, you also have so many opportunities to put it into motion in a way that would be successful. Yeah. Like, it's like, because the thing is with Big e's young gone on Gallant 3, it's like, okay, well, one of them has to actually go in and beat
2: Yeah, one of know, us has to beat him, and Evan's definitely not going to be that big. If managed. you're in the power
1: position, you can take CT, put him with the worst partner, and then pick whatever of your rookie pairs you want to pick to go in against him and beat them. It's
2: indefensible. But once again, CT's playing chess. Everybody else in that season was playing Tiddlywinks, Checkers, and Marbles. They weren't even close to where he was. <laughs> it's, it's ridiculous. Anyway, uh, closing thoughts, though. I... Uh, It's so interesting watching the show, having done this podcast, because before this, the challenge was just this awesome thing that I would watch to fill time. And back when I had more free time, I used to watch it a lot because I had a lot more free time. And so I got really into the show. I've been watching this show since 1997, watching Road Rules, watching Real World, but now watching it from a standpoint of like critically recapping it and really trying to like I, I view what we do on the Chronicles as the like the, the archive, the history of the challenge. They should have us be on the documentary, you know, they would never do that. But that would they, I don't they think they would do those that. are the types of, you know, people like us that come in and look at the show and talk about how important it is in the reality TV landscape. It really is astounding. The top 15 that I have in my list. You could rank any of those seasons, number one, and I can't fault you for it. Like what show that runs for 38 seasons, a couple spinoffs where they have a total of 42, 43, if you count spring break challenge about to be um, 44 with uh, uh, all stars three, that's about to air in May. Like what show can you say that has run that long and the top 15 seasons, you could make an argument that they're the best season of the show. Like it's just, there's nothing in the history of reality TV or even in some cases, no, no scripted show, except for soap operas go over 38 years or 38 seasons, not 38, 38 years. years. Yeah. Definitely not been on for 38 years. I'm, I'm about to turn 38. So, um, but yeah, like it just, and it's also amazing how my, my viewpoint has changed on these seasons doing the show, you know, like some seasons that I overrated originally, Versus some of the ones that I criminally underrated, like Fresh Meat too. So, there you go. Let's talk One of the seasons that
0: I think should be mentioned, I think it's probably like right outside our top six for all of us. And correct me if I'm wrong, but is Gauntlet too? Right.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Number, yeah, number yeah, it eight was right outside mine. Number eight, man.
1: I have I have another seven to nine here with rivals, one and free agents. Or I should I should say um, rivals, one free agents and Dirty Thirty. All
0: right. Next week, because both of the episodes from this week will be patron episodes, like we said at the top. Both episodes will be public episodes. Uh, next week, again, both of the episodes will be patron episodes. One will probably be a best episode of all time. The other episode remains to be seen. We'll probably um, put up a poll. Yeah, I think that's a good idea. So thank you for listening, everyone. Have a great week. Thank you for being fans of the show.